Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 99 of Video Game Choo Choo's Anime Podcast Unlimited Railworks. I'm your host, Rose. And I feel like we've talked about it being close to 100 forever, so we don't really have to keep going on about it. But, uh, you know, John's here. Hi, John. Hi, folks. We've been doing this a long time. And I, th- I think I've said that a bunch of times, too. But you know what? Yeah. It's still true. It's like almost four years, right? Or something like that? Something Insane. like that. We like started doing it like... It's like three years, I think. I remember we definitely started in like 2019, I think. Yeah. But I, I think. Who knows? Either way, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and along the way, we picked up people such as LV. Hello. Hello hitchhiking along the way and uh, yeah that's where you are in the the cover art we still did we still (laughs) don't have maverick on the cover art which sucks ass Mm -hmm. but we we, gotta update it we we gotta get to it and you know that's all time related but uh, (laughs) maverick's here also still yes that i am hello hello or maverick snuck on on board in the back you know it's just not just chilling yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Already in one of the games. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it's like the the cover art, like, you, you're being very performative about it. Like, you have your little bindle and you're like... Yeah. <laughs> but Maverick's just, like, sitting in a chair. Like, like, nah. Yeah. I'm just hanging out. Yeah. Just hanging out. Well, we have... I guess you could say that it's sort of like hanging out. I was going to say, we haven't been hanging out. We've been p- going to work in the anime minds, but it's sort of like hanging out. Because I just looked at the list of all the shit that we watched just now, and I was like, dear God. It's a scary... It's a packed season. Yeah, as, yeah. We kept warning this. Stacked. Yeah. Too stacked in a way. Yeah. And I, I'm, i like, way behind on stuff, and I still feel like I've watched seven million shows. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, what we want to start with. Um... You know, John. How about you? Since since you have a, you have a large amount, I do. I really. I mean, and you've been talking I about like watching a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I am finally actually watching like a good amount of anime for this show. Isn't that exciting in of itself? Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, let me let me pick something that maybe, uh, maybe some of us haven't been watching. Uh, is there anything on here that's like no okay all right there's 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 overlap for all of us so i can't really do that but um but i start off with uh one of the one of the big shows of the season here uh gundam the witch from mercury i want to start off with that one um so we're four episodes five if you count the prologue in and um so far i do i do enjoy the show um there's a lot going for it. It's got really great animation. I like the character designs. I like the like political intrigue. The only thing that I'm not like sold on yet are just the like basic character interactions just because I feel like there's just so many characters and the like the focal point is Suleta and it's I feel like only only on the newest episode did it feel like her being the focal point started to really feel like I don't know if believable is the right word, but like 
it felt like if it felt like it was necessary to the way that the plot was going because for the rest of the show it kind of just felt like she was getting pulled from place to place like no you're gonna be my bridegroom no you're i'm you, you have to fight for me no you have to fight for me now you, you know and i feel like the 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 fourth episode very specifically was like her reacting to being in that position and how like you know how shitty that feels when you know she's just trying to live her life she wants to go to the school she wants to learn she wants to be a better person and she wants to go back to mercury with her with her knowledge and instead she's just in the middle of all this bullshit all this political intrigue both in the school and at home basically and she doesn't want to be involved with any of it and so I, I finally feel like we're getting somewhere with the character interactions um, where, like, Saleta isn't just, like, cowering behind somebody, which, you know, is funny in its own way. But I, I just appreciate that now we're, like, actually touching upon, you know, like, why they're, like, not really, not necessarily why yet, but, like, the, we are setting up the whole, like, aspect of Suleta as this a driving force um so 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 i appreciate that but yeah it took a couple of episodes um that's how gundam is you know like i've been watching old gundam obviously and it's very much like you have those first few episodes of just battling non-stop before they can actually introduce the characters properly right right they're probably trying to like you know set it up be like oh well y'all go and buy our gunpla kits and then you can watch the show <laughs> you know that's, they have to say we live in a society first <laughs> yeah i mean don't get me wrong i i, I want to get an aerial model kit <laughs> like mm, it is, everyone it is a, does it's fucking cool it is a cool design Funchy. um yeah but you know, I I feel like it just took a little bit for it to for it to pick up steam. Um, and I mean, also just to start like actually giving us a bit of backstory to some of the other characters that aren't just like Saleta, and uh, you know, you know, like like touching on like why 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 Choo Choo is the way that she is. Like they introduce her, and she's like the standout of the fourth episode because she beats the fuck out of some girls, like full on heavy punches to their face because they're talking because they're fucking over both choo choo and uh suleta um with some some mean pranks um definite highlight of that episode for sure um just just, it's 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 getting it's getting much better like i i was enjoying it at first like the prologue fucking hooked me and you know it was it was losing me a little bit just just near the start but once it's started to get to the actual like meat and potatoes i've 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 come back onto it for sure yeah it's pretty fun Mm -hmm. i was trepidatious about the school aspect but i think i i want to believe that they're going to strike an interesting balance between like almost like a fire emblem, like recent fire emblem ass thing of mm-hmm. like this is the new generation of people who are coming in and they're going to fuck it all up for <laughs> the old people in a way, right? Which is the obvious easy political message I feel like to go for. Yeah, uh, but I mean, 
it's fun. There is like interviews, I think, from the creators where they go in talking about Gundam, even in Japan, is seen as this old person show. So let's try and do a season that reinvigorates things. And part of it is getting it to this school setup. This is like the first genuine Gundam school series, I would say. Where, like, you were literally going to Gundam class in order to learn how to pilot versus what is or is not this usage of education as a means to just fully, like, train soldiers in the middle of, like, a war, per se. But all that, like, I mean, it also comes into the relationship aspects of everything, and I'm still... It's one of those things where I'm definitely not going to be the one to say, oh, this is not gay, because I know better. I I am smart enough to not try and make those kinds of claims. (laughs) However, I will at least think, you know, let me wait until the whole 12 episodes are done and see where it lands. Because, yeah, like, my first thought was, oh, right, like, for um, Soleta's bride, it doesn't matter who exactly it is, just that she wants to get to Earth, she hates about everybody that's around, Suleta is dumb enough and aloof, like, unaware of everything going on, that it's at least not a bother to be around her. And so, to see that dynamic go along, and, yeah, eventually it'll probably become something more, like, stringent or, like, more palpable, but, I don't know, like, I'm at least curious to see where that goes, especially with the fact that Suleta is so starved of any sort of, like, interaction it looks like Mm -hmm. i really like her defensive stance in response to everything all the time just she's always taking insane defensive stances uh it's a lot of fun i I also really like her insane mom also (laughs) uh really fun to make the char character her mom and also make her like (laughs) maybe more insane than char unclear yeah, um, I mean, it's like on one hand, no, I'll believe that she does love her daughter and is like, yeah, extent, I believe that. Like, sees the Ariel as an extension of her family as well, especially with the way that like the gunned frame stuff works in this iteration of the universe, where it's like, you know, we're not exactly saying new type stuff, we're not exactly saying an integration of tech and machine. It, no, it more so is that integration of tech and person in a way that skews close like it's at least close enough that you still get funnels that you still get tech that is beyond just i fire the gun with my robot Mm -hmm. but also yeah like no clue what she'll be up to when it comes to actually like doing um well whatever it is in the political intrigue of stuff I really liked her throwing her arm at that guy. Oh, yeah. And then I agree. just, like, leaving without it. <laughs> I got more. I have to have more. Yeah. Because it's I Mercury. That. No. Damn Mercury. Those Mercury people, they got, they got, they got arms for days, I tells you. <laughs> hey, you know what they say about people from Mercury. They got a lot of arms. Mm-hmm. Um... LV, I had wanted to hear you talk about this last time, but we ran out of time. Sure. Uh, 
what is drifting home okay uh yeah, Drifting Home is a film. It's not a series oh. um, in this slate of things. Um, and it's, you know, and this is a huge problem with, like, anime films coming out. Still, You know, there still seems to be, like, kind of no uh, consistent method to yeah. the madness of how they're marketed and released. Really? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like oh, yeah, awesome, cool. Um, whereas I feel like, you know, Japan still is not very much on board with the idea of, like, we should stream, you know, it, there's still a very, unfortunately, like, kind of outdated, I think, system to analog um, stuff, which is not wrong, but also, but definitely, like, uh, a deterrent when it comes to, like, you know, at all, like, realize there is an international audience that would like to see this somehow <laughs> and support this. Um, but if, sadly, uh, uh, there's a lot of dependence on still, like, domestic theater, uh, numbers and waiting until blu-ray comes out and maybe then maybe then it will maybe then you can find a way to find it um yeah and if you have a blu-ray player still also yeah yeah and that that said um uh one of the lucky few anime that does like get an immediate release are like a lot of the films that end up on netflix um you know which of course obviously netflix now has like well kind of always did have that kind of like (laughs) Yeah, they've been getting the live uh, action Secondary ones. issues to it. Oh, for sure. For a few years. Um, uh, Drifting Home is uh, an anime film directed by Hiro Yasu Ishida. Um, they have made... He has made... Uh, I believe he, yes. He has made um, films like Penguin Highway. Um, like, like a lot of... Like, like he's been involved with like a lot of more recent contemporary anime films. And again, they all have a particular look about them. I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> there's a lot of like, again, I, we have mentioned this several times before, but the whole weird aftermath of your name yeah. in a way that has kind of uh, <laughs> homogenized how a lot of like recent anime films looked, which is interesting. But yeah, he has made, uh, th- this man has directed films like uh, Penguin Highway. Um, there was another one. I forgot what exactly, but that was kind of like his big, most recent biggest one. Um and, ter- and like, and he's mostly done other short films. I, I like, you know, he's not someone who has like had a huge filmography just yet. Um, Drifting Home is about a group of kids and focuses on a group of kids. Um, and overall, the themes of it revolve around moving on and and kind of interestingly enough, like the negative impact of like urbanization and an industrialization in a way too. Um, in particular, it focuses on two kids, even though there's a group of hit kids, and I'll go into some of the issues with that. Uh, Natsume uh, and uh, Ko- uh, Kosuke, I believe. Kosuke is how you pronounce it. Um, and they were like long childhood friends. Uh, they used to live in the same apartment complex together, and they kind of slowly grew apart um, when they um, when they both had to move away from that complex when it basically became condemned and is uh, slated for uh, being uh, taken down and destroyed uh, this year or so, like, you know, so pretty soon, I would say in the time period of the movie. Um, and then there are other characters. <laughs> There's other kids. Uh, they're classmates, essentially. They're mutual friends. Uh, and yeah, it's currently drifted apart as, as such as the title uh, says drifting home, you know, we're going to revisit that many times. Um, and it's summer. It's summer. It's summer break, I believe, uh, at the start of the movie. You know, clearly, yeah, 
you know, everyone's, everyone excited, all that. And then they talk about like, oh, you know, that apartment complex over there, it's haunted, you know, and of course they're kids, you know, again, classic thing where it does seem like to be a thing in Japan where like kids are not encouraged, but it seems to be a common thing where kids like do urban exploration <laughs> a lot i don't know maybe 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 it's just seeing this frequency in like japanese media and maybe it's not as common as i think it is but it just seems to be a thing where for some reason kids are like yeah let's let's go to let's go to this spooky abandoned building and, and not think anything bad will happen and that said it's not that old but right again there there's this exaggeration of like these stories that this apartment complex is haunted and and of course you have these two kids here who actually used to live in that apartment complex who kind of know like what's going on there and then they go there um, you know, Kosuke's a boy, Natsume's a girl, um, just to, you know, just as I will identify them later on. Uh, Natsume actually, you know, the, like, the group of boys go there. And, ah, scary, like, all these, like, fake scares kind of happen. And turns out Natsume was already there. And Kosuke's like, what the fuck, you know, what are you doing? Um, he notices she has this camera. And he's deeply hurt by it. Um, and... There's this whole, like, and he's saying, like, oh, this is my camera, etc. They reveal later on in the movie, this camera used to be his grandfather's. His grandfather passed away. That was kind of, like, the first steps in why their friendship kind of, like, drifted apart. Like, there's this whole, yeah, there's this whole thing. Uh, we get into the actual movie now. They're on the roof for some reason, and Natsume falls off. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Is this kid going to die? No. All of a sudden, you know, there's a storm kind of brewing around them. And this giant wave engulfs Natsume. She falls in the water. And then this giant tsunami basically engulfs the whole building with the apartment complex and the kids in it. They wake up. They resurface. They're now in the middle of the fucking ocean. The apartment complex is floating in the ocean. Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, and much of this movie is kind of funny because it's like, wow, they're really torturing these kids to try to survive on this, like, stray drifted building that's now kind of like a haphazard boat in a way. Um, and yeah, and you know, yada, yada. At some point, they find this boy, this boy that was not part of their friend group at all. And like, you know, it's like, who is this? This is like weird. Natsumi explains she knows this kid and she, you know, and they, she calls him uh, Napo. Napo. Uh, and yeah, Napo is fucking weird. Like there are plants growing on him, etc. He's wearing uh, like Showa era. Um, I think, uh, I think, I believe it's a Showa era, like a Japanese uniform. I could be wrong on that, but like, it's definitely like very different from what the kids are wearing. In terms of like the the time period of the clothing and fashion, right? Like he's definitely wearing something that's old and signifying something old, um, and and it's very clear throughout towards the end of the movie. Nope, uh, Napo is uh, probably the spirit of the building, um, and he seems to know what's going on. You know, and, and toward, you know, at, toward, again towards the end, they're like, "We gotta go fucking home." The building is slowly sinking further and further into the ocean. Um, it's, it's slowly becoming more submerged in water and it becomes this whole like arduous thing where another storm happens. And then they're like, again, kind of funny that they're, they're, these kids are being put in peril in a way that's like, this didn't need to happen, but the movie decided to do that where they're trying to like tie everything down, like legit, like sail, uh, like sailing and boat tactics that a sailor needs, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, like 
they, you know, and, and again, the, the complex seems to be drifting back to the shores of Japan somehow. Some indefinite amount of time has passed. Um, and they're passing by these, all these other abandoned structures. And it's like, at this point in the movie, it's like, if you do not get what was going on, this movie is about like the past and moving on from things and learning to like, embrace memories and sometimes you just gotta let go because some of these structures were things like an amusement park one of the girls in the group is like oh well you know her whole bit is like i love amusement parks she has her whole intro in the beginning of the movie she's like a spoiled brat kind of archetype you know eventually she becomes more humble towards then there's a whole line in the movie where again like very funny how like you know anime's trying to skirt around copyright and stuff and they can't say certain things and her whole thing was like you know, she has a crush on Kosuke, and obviously that's never, like, ever, like, you know, responded back to, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, my family has, like, an extra plane ticket if you want to go to land with me. Just land. You know, they can't say Disneyland, but they don't replace land. it with anything else. <laughs> but just her land. Whole, just land. But meanwhile, they say the Nintendo Switch, like, later on. They're play- <laughs> like, I, I don't know what's Nintendo going Switch on there. Like, why land. can't they say Disney? <laughs> or <laughs> It's so, go it's get so bizarre. Some bucks? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe there's like a Nintendo sponsorship I didn't notice. Um, and, but yeah, her whole thing, again, one of, again, as I will iterate, but like, and one of the girls in the friend group, she's, she's like, I love amusement parks. That's her whole thing. That's her whole thing. Um, yeah, and towards the end, we see like an abandoned Ferris wheel floating on by too. And she like kind of makes this kind of like brief kinship with like a woman on the Ferris wheel. And it's clear that woman also is the spirit of the Ferris wheel, just as Napa was the spirit of the apartment complex. But anyway, Getting to the end of it, they cut to being back, like, on the building, like, in their... There's no... I assure you, there is no actual transition as to how did they get back home. Was it all a dream? I'm not sure. And then Natsume's fine, like, on the roof with them. It's like the sun is rising. Clearly, like, a whole day has passed. Like, they probably, like, spent the whole night in the complex. But not clear at all if that was a dream. Did that literally happen? How did Natsume not fall off the roof? She clearly fell off the roof. That ca- ca- Which catalyzed everything happening. Did they get her? They didn't show any of that. So, very odd. But anyway, to the end, friends have made amends. Uh, they're, they're spending the rest of their summer break all happy at startup. Uh, yeah, they're friends again. That's drifting home. So several problems here. The rest of the friend group kind of irrelevant. They didn't need to be yeah. there, but whatever. Uh, one of them, one of them almost dies. Also incredible. They just like, wow, this movie is really wants to kill these children. But yeah, they they were not really necessary. They they and with them being there, uh, it really oh god, it really padded so much time. This movie did not fucking need. Uh-huh. There was just so much time. That's like, like a lot. Or they're of- doing nothing. This movie is like. Like two, this movie is two hours long. I, I kid you not. I think this was the first time, like in recent memory, I like with the power of a streaming player in my hands, like being at home, I like kind of skimmed a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is just them like arguing on the in, in the apartment, co- you know, and that's fine. That's fine. Like with that being like the first thirty minutes, because yeah, they're kids, and they're like, what the fuck, you know? They're like, it have to be in a survival situation that's like fucked up, and like they don't know what to do, you know? They're not used to this, but that's like an hour during minutes of the movie They're, like like no progress is made for that long until like you, until like oh oh shit the the building's you know what i mean it's there's so much time wasted on like the same thing over and over again of like wow the the group is like 
the group is like divided. They they can't get along, and it, it was not really necessary to get the point across. Especially when again they wasted the potential of all these other characters that seem to only focus on these two primary characters, this boy and girl, and what their relationship is like. I um I really I wish more was kind of spent on kind of like what kind of is like this interesting animism and like spiritualism aspect to it where I felt like that was only made really clear at the end. So it's like, oh, okay, I get it. This boy is supposed to represent the building. Um, and they, you know, they had to kind of leave him behind. Like they have this whole like tearful moment where they, they, again, they see him as a boy and he's like, oh my gosh, we have to let this boy drown and leave him behind. But, you know, it was very obviously meant to symbolize that these two kids kind of have to leave behind this building they used to uh, live in and, not really let that, you know, and all the things that happened happened in it, you know, like his grandfather died, et cetera. You know, I forgot to mention too that um, I think it was very, I think it was like this is a very nice, interesting representation of a kid also who has a divorced parent, Natsume, the girl, uh, her mom is a single mother. And they showed very, I think, thoughtful, brief uh, flashes of her memory where like, you know, her parents were arguing uh, you know, maybe she perhaps did not have a good father and they left it at that. And I, it was, it was a very, I think, positive representation of that and what, how a kid goes through that. But yeah, overall, there was just too much time spent on things that obviously did not need to. Like, I, I it's like, why are you explaining this to me? It's you always, know, or why, you, why do you need to iterate this? Yeah. It's always really surprising to me that that is an issue that I feel like I've run into with a ton of anime movies where it's just like a lot of wasted time and stuff. And it, it, the reason it strikes me as shocking is I feel like more so than with like, say, live action pictures. Mm-hmm. it requires a lot of work. Like, right. not, not to say the live action stuff doesn't, but, you know, like, there's a difference between, like, you know, framing a live action scene and forcing, like, not forcing, having a bunch of people, like, hand draw, like, these specific sequences and, like, making sure right. the music goes on that long and stuff like that. Like, it, it's, a, yeah. it's so weird to me that that is consistently the issue I run into, too. Like, every time a, a shonen has a movie, it's like, half the movie's nothing right like every, almost every time like i feel like that's why even even the demon slayer movie to an extent right like yeah has a lot of just chilling out or like talking jokes like and that, that one's much better done than like say a naruto movie but it's just like like it's always just so so weird to me yeah and it's it's a gorgeous beautiful movie otherwise like and it's such a shame that it's wasted on like, we got to have so many scenes of kids fighting. Like what? <laughs> it's like, we have to have so many scenes. Like get it? They don't get along. And yet, meanwhile, like a lot of them are not developed at all. And I have, I can't even say what their names are. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, there was no reason to do any of that. Um, it, And I think, I, I think I know why they want, I, I think they really wanted to emphasize like kind of the survivalist idea that this, but, but that's not what this movie is ultimately about. This is not a this is not a castaway movie. This is not 127 hours or whatever. It is it is a movie about moving on from the past and learning how to reconcile with that and kind of learning how to process loss too. Like like those things go hand in hand. Yet I feel like the the I feel like all those scenes of like idle time spent on the building and where nothing's really happening and the kids are just fighting. It's trying to be like it's trying to like emphasize this idea of time being spent in a very like grueling way that did not need to be imposed on the audience. Um, because it's not, yeah, it's not a survivalist movie where I, I need to, <laughs> I need to experience what it was like. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's way too long for what it needed to be. 
Um, and I had the privilege, I guess, of a player at home to uh, kind of skip through yeah, a lot of courses. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't feel like I had any negative impact on the experience. Like, I get what it was supposed to be about. Going for it, so, yeah. Just, just yeah. a lot of faffing about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I need to watch some I like not to go all the way back but like genuinely like the release stuff for anime movies has been so bad recently because it's like ever since I moved out here I I've keep wanting to be like I would like to go see some anime movies with my wife at the movie theater mm-hmm. and it's like uh, good luck figuring out if they're going to actually have it because it's like most of them go to fathom events right like that's the type of thing like yeah. it's organized through that but then it's just like. Most of that is just like Ghibli reruns or yeah, it's yeah, other stuff, and it's just like man, like you, you, it's so hard to find out. Like, oh, actually, like this one is randomly independently being released at this one specific theater or whatever, and it's just like, mm-hmm. what? Uh, can we just like have it be on Crunchyroll or something? I don't, maybe not specifically Crunchyroll, but you know, like something. I would like to see these movies. The fucking Eurocamp. I, I don't, I don't. I don't need to see that one, but I know a lot of people who really want to see that Eurocamp movie, and it's still just bring it out over here. Accessible. I need to see that one. Me. Yeah, Maverick does. My friend Maverick needs to see it. (laughs) Just four of us. Yeah. That demand should be enough. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Eurocamp's big. Also, like I feel like a lot of three. Yeah, I feel like people who don't usually watch anime love Eurocamp. Like. it's just so weird. So weird. Mm-hmm. I remember years and years ago when they put out the Yokai Watch movie out here, and I went and saw that at the theater. I was like, damn, if I can go see this in rural New Hampshire at the time, I was like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like we're getting somewhere, and I feel like we have not gotten anywhere since then. Ugh. But, uh, it's all a process. Eventually, they'll be forced to realize they have to do something. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to think of stuff that we all watched. Um, Yurisei Yatsura is pretty good. All right. Yeah. I think. I've, I've been watching that. Uh, I think, I think Maverick and John are watching that. Have you seen that, LV? No, not yet. Not oh. yet. Looks cute, though. I think it's, it's a great adaptation. Like, we, we knew this going in, like, all the pre-release stuff they had been showing was looking great but really fantastic show in motion and just like they nailed every single voice actor for this seriously Mm -hmm. like it is such a good adaptation um i've had i've heard a lot about this series already from my wife over the years so i know quite a bit about it but i was curious what you thought about it john and maverick although i don't know how much you two know about it or anything for for me, uh, yeah, I haven't really watched too much Odyssey Yatsura stuff. I've seen Beautiful Dreamer, and I thought that was fantastic. Right. But that's the only thing that I've seen. Um, and yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I I will say like some of the humor doesn't land with me, uh, which you know, sure. But uh, you know, it's just it's just great to look at. Like the colors of the show are amazing. Like it's just this gorgeous like bubblegum pop kind of style to it like makes me want to like grab a spoonful of it like i'm just like ah this is <laughs> this this looks delicious mm. i want to just i want to eat some um 
the characters are very funny. Like I, I, I still cannot get over uh, going onto the Ursa Yatsura <laughs> wiki and looking up a Teru and he, him being described as the universe's most lecherous teenager. <laughs> and it's like I, I yeah. feel like he's lived up to it. Yeah, he 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 has. But it is just like the funniest moniker in the world. Like oh my god, um, it's just very goofy bits. You know, they're all going around. They're, they're you know, it's it's all about just. You know, it, it's all about that that teenage, uh, you know, not wanting to get tied down, that feeling, but also, you know, chasing after the love of your of your life. You know, like thinking that you got it all figured out when you're a teenager, when you absolutely do not. Um, definitely that kind of feeling. Um, you know, I I, I obviously didn't ha- didn't have a. A choice between two uh, between a, uh, a a normal woman and an anime uh, alien babe, um, but you know, I mean, I think that, that I think every every young person as they're growing into into adulthood has some form of I have these two paths to go down, and I gotta I gotta pick one, and this is just this is just that to the hyperbolic extent, or they're just having fun with it. It's definitely a harem show, but I think it's you. You really see how it influenced a lot of works in general, especially yeah. Uh, seeing this stuff, and it's very funny to have like something like like like, like having Atu literally be voiced by the Monogatari guy, uh, Aragi's voice actor is like extremely like yeah Mwah. yeah Perfect. that's what you do that's what you fucking do. Having Miyuki Sawashiro be the fucking uh, shrine maiden girl and stuff like great. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Maverick, how much have you watched of this? I want to see him like caught up with the uh, recent. All right, cool. Yeah, no, I dig it. It's fun. It's a uh, nice little watch. Uh, I know that David Productions really been like putting their foot in it for this one, and it shows. Yeah, it it it, it definitely is uh, showcasing their um, their talent at adapting JoJo. I think specifically as well with all the colors and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, it's nice to see cause some David production work is, uh, obviously not as, uh, <laughs> I don't know the word to use. Uh, you know, they're not busting their ass over everything. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, it's good. It's, it's cool to see this. It's cool to see this. Cause it's clear. Like, obviously this is such a influential work in an old classic, work that it's like there's probably just a lot of people there who's like yeah we we are ex- like fucking stoked to do this uh and it's cool great opening too uh i saw that that was done by the uh person who made the opening for uh or directed the opening for uh, jujutsu kaisen and stuff like that of recent stuff yeah, I do love that they made a new song for the opening, but then they'll just sprinkle the the original opening yeah. like, tune throughout. That's just that's very cute. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um. So he, here's the uh the, the Sentai check in real quick, just a short one. Um. So Don Brothers is crazy good as always. Just saying that as. A, general it's a fantastic show highly recommend it um but futo pi finished the common rider anime uh and i would like to double down on my statements truly a misogynist show i am like mind blown by Let's how that series go. just keeps going 
You did you did you watch Hell this Maverick? No. Okay. Are so like it's like me? my girlfriend referred to Yeah. No, I'm just saying even from episode 1 or 2 I'm like, "Oh wow, this This doesn't Yeah. Save. You don't even know. Like as soon as I heard WGX, I'm like <laughs> the magic isn't here. So uh, my girlfriend described it as like uh, the hypest two out of five show you've ever seen. But it's like, that really is that. Like, it's like you get to see a lot of really cool common Rider stuff. You get to see the fun henchins. You get to see them do the rider kicks. You get to see fun double, new double content in a way that we would never get otherwise. Because they're not going to do, I, I highly doubt they're going to do a double movie in vain of the recent O's movie and stuff. Yeah um it's just sort of like that that is in the past is not possible this is the only way it will happen and and there are cool parts however it's like every arc was really quite bad a lot of like rampant sexualization the new character could be fun but she's just so insanely like booby breastily everywhere all the time um and like it's just like coming to terms with like okay like surely we're past the worst of it. And then like the second to last episode has a part where this 12 year old looking ass motherfucker, like this this little kid is like hypnotizing that new girl and making her like strip. And it was like, what does this have to do with common writer? I, (laughs) I want to see a writer kick. I don't want to see whatever's happening here. It was just very disturbing, very disturbing stuff. Uh, and I feel like it's just really stupid. Um, I know I talk a lot about people needing editors, but that one extremely needed some dude to come in there and like fucking spray them. I don't know. It was, it's really, it's really weird to see that that is written by one of the writers for double because it's like, okay, wait, was, was, was the common writer team really stopping you from being this misogynist? That's insane. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was a real fucking bummer is what I'll say. I was not expecting it. Uh, I feel like in general, like the way you get, obviously recent series have started having women in Kamen Rider, like pretty frequently doing stuff, but it's like, even my expectations for that era, it's like the worst you expect is they just make a joke about like the old ball and chain, not like literal, like weird hypnotized stripping or something yeah it's like the worst it ever gets is man sometimes i hate that wife but oh i can't live without her and it's like yeah i mean or like a woman can't fight stuff like that you know i've met people who are like that and it's not my favorite but it's at least i don't know you got other stuff going on you're kind of like come on you know yeah, and this is like I'm actively like Christ, man. Like, I, I just don't know what they were going for. I, I guess it's just they were going for I'm horny and I'm making this, but it's just like, it's such a fucking bummer. It really is. It's just it, it harshes the vibe so hard. I, I really don't uh, don't know why they did that. I don't know why they did that. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't. Have you been watching any Sentai recently, Maverick? I, I I was mainly doing this so I could ask you if you had been, but I know you, you're always watching something. <laughs> no, I've been trying to catch up with Geats. I'm a few episodes behind, and then Don Brothers. I am also fairly behind, and so I gotta 
amend that to an extent. Fair uh, enough, fair I enough. I did also recently download uh, Ultra Q, Ultraman, and Ultra 7. So mm. I might be able to uh, give some updates on those. Uh, the Monster Ranger game got me good. <laughs> I was going to say, I know that you've been going in on that, and the Ultraman download is exactly what they want out of that, I feel like. They're solid um, designs. Yeah, they're cool. There's a reason why Guillermo del Toro is always popping off about it, right? Like, it's cool stuff. Cool stuff. The art of just suit design and something is something that I really started to appreciate recently with, um, I'm sure they'll get there, but Geet suits look very, um, eh. They're fine for what they are, but I definitely am curious about, I'm curious how those will evolve, especially as the, uh, conceit develops i would say yeah definitely it's just yeah it's very like incomplete at the moment um and like i said i know that that'll change but it's like i look at like fucking the common rider build suit so fucking cool so perfect it's just right there from the get-go you got this sick ass suit same with double just just looks cool it is an interesting choice i don't mind that they're going for it but it's yeah it's it's mainly just like when will the uh, next sort of, like, development come up that also pushes these suits to a level that, like, feels, like, earned. Yeah. Um, LV. Yeah. Pop Team Epic's pretty good, I think. This it is around. pretty good. They're still fucking popping off for it. They're still putting they in the work. They are popping off. They're being epic. The fucking fake opening. The fake Sentai episode. opening is <laughs> mwah, chef's sentai. kiss. Like, perfect. Uh, they nailed every part truly, of it. Truly, truly wild. Um, yeah, I think in general, I feel like... I hmm, What's the word? <laughs> not to say, like, that it's more, more coher- coherent. It's not. Uh, but I feel like the skits they're doing is 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 bizarrely a little more accessible. I think it's definitely more structured also, in a yeah, way. Yeah, it's more structured a lot. There's more there's more skits and bits that are actually like longer too. So you, you they're actually kind of you know I, I think they're leaning less on the random lol random xd kind of surreal humor. Yeah, which I think is very much, which I think is what like one on one from the manga itself. Um. In this case, I have a feeling some of these might be originally scripted for the anime format. I'm not, which I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, that's definitely. Why some of them are longer and and less like quick and and you know you know you still have the jarring insane. I forgot the you still have the jarring insane bits. The uh like I forgot the, I forgot the name of the skits really, but the insane horrible flash one. Oh, I mean, yeah, most Bob of the show is made epic, with like some yeah. sort of flash equivalent, mm-hmm. but like oh yeah terrifying the the new their whole new bit with the b sides where it's like a joke on like bl series uh and, <laughs> and they're just doing the same i don't, it's very good so far i i really got ga- i i got ga- like the first episode i gasped when i realized the 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 first pair which is the female uh pair seiyu because again they're still doing the whole thing where like there's a there's a there's a female pair and then the, the male va is after at least um and the first episode was Aya Hirano and uh, Minori Chihara. Yeah. Uh, 
And, and if you think about it, I don't think they've worked together. In no, a long they, time. they were, t- they were talking about that, I think. Cause, cause that, yeah, that's yeah. the thing I'm really enjoying is they have like, I, I don't remember this in season one, but they the, have, yeah, like, no, yeah, the end of show, end of show commentary almost at the end where they let them free talk and then, yeah. Off the record voice booth. The, yeah. What I really liked about, um, I think this, the second half was, I think it was Kakashi and, um, some other shonen guy. I can't remember. Uh, oh, Vegeta's actor. V- it I was think. Vegeta, yeah. And yeah. it was just those two. <laughs> and just, I loved every single time they're saying, like, can you believe it? We have to play high school girls. We have to play high school girls. And it just keeps flashing on the bottom of the screen, like, editor's note, <laughs> they're middle school girls or whatever. <laughs> Something like that the entire time. It was just like... <laughs> Uh, it was, it, it's great. I, it, I love the vibes of it. I, I love, I'm so glad that it's still funny. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think they're all bangers, but it, that's never been how it's been. Right. Um, um but the, the, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's great to see the production values on this mainly. Like that's the main thing. Like just seeing how good they are at like, like remembering Gal and Dino and how good of a production yeah. that was and seeing it again yeah. here is just like, yeah, like, these people are really good at this stuff. Mm hmm. Um, God, yeah, the fucking long, basically Gundams. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And 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 so they're. I think what was it? Their their distributor's called Is King Records. So there's constant points where they're just making fun of it too. They really don't give a shit. It's really funny. Yeah. They got Obari. Um, they actually hired Obari <laughs> to get into the studio. For, for those who don't know, Obari like famous for his uh suit like mecha anime in the 90s and uh early yeah, 2000s yeah. specifically like the king of braves gal Gaigar, like that look of mech design and intricacy which that whole like segment of the episode is just oh my god we're stealing the money from king records in order mm-hmm. to do this whole bit <laughs> It's 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 astounding. I also think that like also I prefer the first season's opening song, but I, I really appreciate the yeah. this the season's opening being just oh yeah, we're just gonna be a weird, insane animation like eye blinding mess. <laughs> yeah. Um but I love the ending song. I love the ending song. Oh the ending's when great, you realize yeah. it's like a gotcha tab game joke at first and then it kinda, it kinda it's just I, it's 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 so oh man i feel like yeah they just been it just feels more thoughtful too when like a lot of like the the the, the double entendre and like the word like just just all the layers of the jokes they're doing now um and they're continuing to just terrorize shota alley like they're just making this man run around and hey <laughs> like i feel I, I i truly wonder if they'll never give this man relief ever again never um they'll never what of him being the fake Sentai hero in the beginning. Um, and he's, he might pop up at the end again, like which is what happened last time. But yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel I, I would, I don't know like what I would say. Like, I don't know if it's like, I would recommend this over season one. Like, especially if you're like, oh yeah, the f- first season was too weird, too off-putting and like too, too surreal and avant-garde with the humor. But, but for sure, I, I, I think, I think two has like more of like entry points that are mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. The parodies they're doing and the bits they're doing are like are are, are drawing from more familiar source material that I think more people would know, um, for sure. Yeah, uh, I also am enjoying their. I don't know what the connection is for their um, uh, Square Enix partnership. Oh yeah, the Chocobo th- bit skit. Like I, <laughs> there was another one too. They did a Chocobo's Dungeon yeah. one, and it's like yeah. 
they keep doing a thing with chocobos for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what the end game of that is. <laughs> I don't either, but it's uh, and they're playing the song too. They're playing the theme song. Yeah, I I, I know. Wait, what? did some work for FF14 a couple times, so I'm wondering if maybe yes, it's just that. I think he is a player. Yeah, and he, yeah, 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 he's yeah. done he is, he's yeah. done a, a few uh, like promotional stuff. Um. Yeah. Um. Who knows? Who knows how anything works over there? I feel like everything's determined by someone just having a beer with someone. Hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a good. It's it's. <laughs> I love to see good adaptations in general. Uh, I love to, especially when it's something like this. It's just like. The level of craft and just like I, I I'm only I only watched a, a, a couple episodes, but I really need to see um, the French guy come back. I think he will. I hope he I will. Feel, I think because because there's there's already been like three D three D stuff here and there, and I think he mostly does the three D stuff. Yeah, he does. Do you, so I think. <laughs> do you know like what the bit was in season one with that? Do you remember? I don't. It was uh, that they they just got hired this French animator and they just told him to make. Well, no, no. I mean, they make him speak to the camera. Yeah, but also they exactly. they made him make the story or whatever. Like he had to make the oh, story yeah. for all of them, and that's why they're all just really basic jokes <laughs> and like a super normal because he's just thought it was normal. And I really liked that him him talking about it and being like they thought it was funny to prank me, very cool or whatever. <laughs> like it was, a, it was fun. And that guy ended up working on on Galandino a lot, so I assume he's probably yeah, still yeah. around. But I, I I really liked that a lot. Um, John, I, I'm curious about your take on this. What is your take on Spy Family? What is my take on the spy family, folks? Yes. It's funny. It's good. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm enjoying it. We, we finally got past the dog segment. So now <laughs> oh, we're yes. now we're just hanging out with the family. We got like a your bit where she's trying to learn how to cook. And a Lloyd bit where she's trying to help old scruffy uh with with a date um they were both cute you know you got to see, you got to see uh some of yours brother yuri in the first half you know just some cute interactions with everybody uh your cooking uh the meal which you know i i i i have thought about that gif like five times in the past week i just keep thinking about <laughs> the meal <laughs> um so thank you for posting that one maverick um and uh you know just it's it's cute it's fun uh i i do i do hope that we um can see some some more of the plot i think we're we're getting to uh more anya stuff soon uh which is which is what i want to see so I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to more of it i'm enjoying what i'm seeing what i've, what I've seen so far but um i have been running into um a little bit of an issue in one respect which I, I it's not that big of an issue but it's very much the uh the dog arc right um has a lot of focus on the politics 
mm-hmm. to an extent and the, this world and stuff like that and um the series in general not you know it, it's very much using its setting and aesthetics as a means to an end for the jokes and character building right fundamentally mm-hmm. like that is that is the goal it's a gag manga basically and that's the the whole point um but the problem is I feel like, and I know there's a lot of Japanese history with using the East-West Germany type aesthetic over and over again. There's always, you know, like Princess Principal did it too, like a bunch Mm -hmm. of other stuff. But it's like, whereas Princess Principal takes it seriously, it's like, it's really hard to think like the way that this is all worded. It's just like, I don't, something feels wrong almost about like the using this thing as an aesthetic and without like any real determination for like, or like a now, like, uh, how do I put it? East Germany being like a place where like there was a lot of like suffering and stuff like that um, from, you know, uh, embargoes and a bunch of other issues. Mm-hmm. And then like, and, and then framing them as like a super militaristic uh, thing in this show. Like, I know it's not a one-to-one analogy, but it's like very much like having to see propaganda basically unintentionally or not is like always just like uh, to me. And it's like, I sort of wish the show would be a little smarter about like avoiding going too, too far into the weeds. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like this college extremist arc sort of got a little bit too deep into it to sort of like remove my suspension of disbelief as it were. And make me actually have to think about that stuff. Um, Which is why I'm excited to, to, you know, watch more as it continues going. And like reading about like the characters introduced, I'm, I, I, I'm very excited to see that white hair woman. I think mm-hmm. that's a funny character conceit from what I've heard of her. Right. right. Um, and yeah, I, I just wanted to go I, back to normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell you what you mean though, because it's like at a certain point, Oh, the plot will have to resolve with, uh, you know, Lloyd's mission eventually needing to come to fruition and all that stuff. Like I have several theories, et cetera. Right. But like, it's 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 struggling to balance between being a sitcom, but also oh, there's kind of like this dark, really dark underbelly going on. And it's like really fucked up with a lot of like, especially you know, especially from the get go, they establish like kind of these basically like 1940s, 50s, like outdated nuclear family kind of like expectations of like oh you're a woman and you're in your 20s you're not married you must be you know basically the equivalent of the red scare you must be like a, a commie like how yeah and it was a, like yeah you, like, you, you can take like, like, like <laughs> every yeah. now and again something like that like i was even willing it's to like, go holy like holy shit sure yuri's the secret police like that is you know extrapolated enough and historically like something that has happened over and over again in like multiple mm-hmm. places that it's yeah. like, you don't have this one specific thing, but then it's like you get into really, like I said, like that college extremist and talking about like yeah. all these very specific words and all this specific ideas. And it's just like, man, like can we have more jokes? Like Lloyd dressed up as that old man running around and the guy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's what I want out of the show. You know, like that's, that's what's fun. I, I want more yeah. jokes. I don't, we, yeah. like, they don't have the chops to go as serious as they try to go. Um, I sure, don't know yeah. if this is more related to, like, I don't know what this was like in the manga, so I don't want to make too much of a judgment because I know, you know, screen adaptations are always different. But, like, I think, like, I don't know. There's something about, like, the way this opening is specifically also, like, the opening for the anime 
that's like very serious almost yeah and like and it's just like this is a joke series about like a fucked up little creature that runs around and reads people's minds like Mm -hmm. why are we having the sad bump of chicken (laughs) (laughs) they did bring out the bump of chicken i i was i was taking a bag way as beautiful as it is like what the fuck it's just very very, it's just very yeah uh, it's weird and that that's sort of i think those two coupled together like really just like gave me weird vibes and it's like okay i just need to see yuri i know yuri's coming so it's gonna be fine (laughs) like he's the funny, funny guy is going to show up. Everything's fine. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, there's, it was really, I think what it came down to was it's just like his handler going on that weird, <laughs> insane right. speech to that dude. I was just yeah. like, what? You, you don't need to do this. Like, you're going to go make a joke about like Anya saying poop like in five minutes. Why are we doing this? <laughs> like, uh, that's my only problem with it, I think. Uh, recently because yeah. it's still a, again great production like mm-hmm. good stuff it's yeah. just like man yeah, mostly, yeah great mostly great cast yeah yeah just man I, yeah and i i think that's why i like and i think a lot of people have said this i think that's why a lot of people like the first season's opening endings because it makes it very clear too that in a lot of ways the series is also in the perspective of anya yeah as a child and like it felt like the, the first season definitely felt that way for like and, and the dog arc too especially like uh, for so far um, like she's seen the world in a warped way and, and kind of seen it in a very black and white way where like in a lot, like when we know as an audience, like the ir- irony is that like a lot of these characters are doing all bad things, but for all different reasons. Um, and it's kind of more, you know, complicated than how a child would see what good versus bad means. And, and probably only sees it in a surface way where she doesn't understand the whole implications of like, yeah, there's some sort of like civil political unrest going on too, which is far more greater than what she realizes. But also she's been through some shit too. We don't know yet exactly what happened to her and why she has powers or what she, you know, like all that stuff yet. That hasn't mm-hmm. been fully unpacked yet. But yeah, I, I agree. Like I, I, I do prefer kind of the lighter tone, but I don't know. Yeah, ultimately it really does depend where what the what the resolution of this mission is supposed to be and what that's supposed to look like and then right Mm -hmm. um but for sure i feel like the series is really strong in how it does frame things through the you know simple mind of a kid yeah it it helps to get away with it like really like oh mommy and daddy are just weird and sure i'll just take that i'm not going to question it (laughs) yeah um Speaking of weird, and I don't really know. Um, uh, <laughs> or perhaps, I don't know, not so so weird. I, I have not watched the most recent episode of I Tame the Final Boss, LV, but I was curious mm-hmm. what, because I saw her dressed up like a boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you want me to just talk about Yeah, you can it? just uh, talk about it. That's totally okay. fine. I just That's watched cool. this for to see the funny faces, pretty much, you know? Sh- sure, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, you know, we, we kind of talked about last time where um, I felt like this was kind of like, oh, and again, I think because it is in the shadow of my next life yeah. as a villain, in terms of, like, this being kind of the second major adaptation of, like, now, like, what is a whole genre of, like, Otome Isekai, and specifically Otome Isekai, where the protagonist is trying to subvert their role as, like, the non-hero of, like, a story or a world, or they're, like, clicking in a shitty situation. Um, and I feel like the recent episode kind of vindicates that, where 
oh wow, they really had to rush the first part of what seems like the story and resolve that to move on now to what seems like the actual meat of what the series is supposed to do, where our main character now kind of has to kind of covert become a student at this academy to now subvert this utter disaster because now we're in the sequel of the first game she was in. But she's still her. She's not a different character. She's just now disguised as a different character. But now she's also like a new original character that was not in the original game. And we're, and and from what from what the episode you know how the episode started off you know she does it go, she goes through the whole really like oh here's all the boys you know it's very much like kind of like a similar over in host club situation where um I wouldn't be surprised if characters find out like she's actually like a woman you know she's enrolling as a boy to, to further like you know mitigate like you know if I enroll as a girl it's like very obvious like I am who I am thing um and um she um. Yeah, she's trying to, yeah, she's trying to, like, stop things or change things from the inside. Because, again, the sequel of the first game it takes place in a school academy. So it's like, it's like a school-based uh, dating sim or whatever. Um, and um, whereas the first game, you know, the, the whole initial premise was that, like, oh, okay, this is, like, amongst, like, a royal court. And, you know, this demon prince, etc. And then, you know, that that was her whole goal of, like, wooing him and, to, to, you know, to ruin disaster, etc. Um and it's 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 kind of already hinting that it's apparently clear that what she has done to subvert her like tragic fate as like a villain character um in the in the arc that was about the first game and now she's actually fucked up the sequel she's already like fucked up the stakes in the sequel where oh no she probably actually made things worse and it's kind of hinting at that it's not being explicit about it but I, I kind of, like, you know, now I'm sticking around because I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. I, I'm curious to see where it goes. You know, there's, like, a lot of things already, like, she's pointing out saying, like, oh, that shit's not supposed to happen. The main character did the, and, she, you know, she's asking, like, did the main character, which is not, again, not her now. The main character is now a separate character. Well, it always has been. But, again, the heroine in this arc is now a separate, uh, is, might have fucked up the main events. And now nothing's going right. And, like, all this other stuff is already happening. You know, you kind of end on a cliffhanger. Um, like, I think that's very interesting. Like, I do like that framework that she tried to do good in the first, in, in one arc, and now she actually really fucked up the second arc is, is, is possibly very interesting. Um, that said, yeah, my problem with it, as, um, I was about to go into was that, yeah, they sadly had to really rush the first part. They had to rush the events of, like, the first arc. Again, like I mentioned before, like, oh my gosh, they just dropped all these characters at once. Um, <laughs> in the first two episodes, and then they pretty much wrapped it up by the third episode. It's like, what? What? <laughs> Hello? Three episodes? Yeah. <laughs> Three episodes you went from like, oh no, I'm in a shitty situation. Third episode, she gets married. It's I'm the like, grind what? Set. We have nine episodes left. What do you mean? And then, okay, fourth episode, we're now actually speed tracking to this arc. And which, again, like, is this now, like, which sucks, which sucks. I feel like that should have been stretched out. But then they seem like they don't have the liberty to go beyond 12 episodes, right, from what I'm seeing. Mm. It, it, it feels like it would have been so much better if it was like, okay. Also, it'd be really funny if the if the, there's a third arc and there's another game. That, I think, is funny. Like, that alone, that idea that each arc is a different game is really funny. And then we're just going... She she has to play every game in this dating sim series. That is really funny if they end up doing that. But I'm not sure yet. But, like, it would... It makes so much more sense if, it, if like, each, each of that was, like, dedicated to one season. I mean, like, we had no, like... 
we had like not a lot of idle time for her to actually develop her relationships with all these guys. Like I like all like she maybe only talked to two guys and then the main guy that's her main romantic interest, bam, she gets married. Whatever. Like they're good. But like <laughs> I would have loved more cute moments with that. There was no development to that relationship. And let alone I I can't even name all these other men that mm-hmm. was probably like part of the harem and the initial, you know, she didn't interact with any of them. They were just kind of around, like, going, you know, clapping. For, you know what I mean? It, it was, like, very ru- It was very rushed. Uh, and I don't know what to, I don't know what to expect for, like, this next one. This next part of the series. But, yeah, I, it, it, it's, I think it's suffering from the fact that it's not giving time to let you meander in the world, which is what I feel like my next yeah. life in the villainous did. But again, and, and in this one, we're not getting a lot in her own, we're not getting her own inner, we're not getting as many inner monologues. We're not getting a lot in her own thoughts or, as often. Or to like one. character world building, yes. world building type stuff. Like, yeah. like, like in the original old, uh, the other villain show, like it's very much like, you know, this, this episode's the Keith episode, like type stuff. And this one yeah, has not had that. Character. This has just sort of been like, this is the episode. Everyone is here. Yeah, the characters feel, sadly, right now, feel, at least, again, I don't know if it'll be different in, like, this, this school arc, but, like, all, a lot of those characters felt like just props, you know, and she's just, like, moving yeah. around, you know, you know, which I guess speaks to, like, yeah, she is kind of moving the chess pieces around, but we don't get a lot of time of that introspection of, like, what is going on, so it just feels all very quick, and we're like, okay, I guess, you know, sure, um, I do have hope for it. I don't know. Like I, the turn of events is like interesting, but like yeah, I, I it, it's suffering. It, I, it, that's a very apparent problem to me. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's really suffering from the fact that it's not giving time to things mm-hmm. that it deserves to have time to. Um. Also, to keep in the Atome vein, uh, I didn't. I did not know that you had also been watching uh, Raven of the Inner Palace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That is basically an Atome. <laughs> It's oh, anime. No, yeah. yeah, it is. I was thinking about that. It basically is. Um, I, you know, look at it. I was like, oh, okay. It's like a period drama, whatever. Yeah. Oh, and okay. the description too, like very much yeah. paints a sort of different picture than what it really yeah. is to an extent. Yeah. Like, But yeah, this is just like like um we talked about this when the preview was in one of the preview things and I was like, Oh, maybe it's it's, it's like China it's in China, it's you know, like olden times. Like I said, there's eunuchs running around and shit. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just like this girl can do magic. Very unclear. Uh, very unclear. Very unclear. <laughs> She can do. Uh, she a can magic. make ghosts she can appear. Otherworldly. She can do otherworldly things. But she just go, uh, goes around solving drama problems. <laughs> um, well, people go to her. Yeah, um, yeah. It's the the premise. She hates of, everyone. Yeah, she fucking hates everyone. She was the premise is pretty much like it's an episodic. It's it's semi episodic where a couple episodes or one episode each is like focusing on a different case or problem or mystery. The emperor basically—he's the emperor, I think, right? So, yes. so, the, so, so, yeah, I'm a little, yeah, I, 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 I'm confused by like a lot of the titles being thrown around. So, trying to be careful with, but yes, the emperor basically, um, visits this woman in the woods. Uh, she's basically like a witch in a way. Like they frame her as like a witch in the woods. It, it's, it's one of those things. And like, yeah, go, go to her problems. It's similar to things like Holic, Triple X Holic. Um, you know, to that effect. Like, there's a shop, and then people bring a problem with it, like, different problem, right? Um, 
you know, under slowly unraveling what her deal is, um, like, you know, was she like, you know, they basically in a recent episode revealed that, like, okay, she was actually like a survivor of like basically a genocide. Yeah. I, I'm still not sure. You know what I mean? And then like she has all that. Um, but she's a, and she's kind of interesting in a way where compared to like a lot of these witch characters, basically, again, like that's just a sorceress. She's kind of like just a girl. She's like a show. She's very preppy, honestly. She's like cute. Yeah, she's yeah. like, whoa, okay. She's not mysterious, really. She's not enigmatic. She's just sort of mean sometimes. Yeah. Like, she's just sort of <laughs> grumpy. Just, like, that's right. it. Like, she's not like weird or like, she's not even like, I won't help you. Or, I mean, she is sort of like that, but like, mainly like, she's not like a like, or like evil plotting or something like i feel like a lot of witch type characters are she's just sort of like please leave me alone i i don't want to talk to you she's just yeah (laughs) but yeah like her and and again like she probably lives in yeah she lives isolated from everyone else because she's like again like they reveal reasons she might be a survivor of some sort of mass political assassination and like she doesn't want to be found out um if her identity is revealed um and, um, but yeah, and she also has, and, you know, and I feel like that group of people probably has powers, maybe yet, not clear yet, but like, yeah, she has these powers and they, yeah, they, she, people go to her to solve problems. She can do things like summon the dead briefly. Um, she has a golden chicken. She has a golden chicken. She, she has a kinship with animal. It's, it's so, it's very unclear. Um, but I, 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 I do like it. I, I think for me, it's the presentation of it is very beautiful. Like the yeah. whole sequence. Where the stu- it's basically a magical girl sequence, too, if you think about it. Like, yeah, she's with like, the flowers. She's getting this like, lily, and she's I, like, blows it. And it's actually different every time yeah, the day of the scene. I'm like, was, oh, that's an amazing They, they like, take into account like her like if her like, makeup smudged crap. or something like and everything. Yeah. I was, or her hair is different. Uh, yeah, I, like, I, I don't oh. want to get ahead of ourselves because the next episode is the Hell Girl episode. But like oh. it, it, very much the same vibe. <laughs> vibes of like the, yeah. the thing it, yeah it, it's fun it's, it's all right like I, I think it's just because it is we talked about this a little bit before the show but it's like we are in this era where chinese animation is getting out there now and yeah. um we're seeing a lot more of it um same thing with for korean animation um mm-hmm. but it's just like seeing these stories in these places that just like they aren't really like like you always get your three kingdom stuff but that's it pretty much right mm-hmm. and i think like it's been really cool seeing stuff like this start coming out more and more yeah um definitely cool to see because it's just this whole i feel like in, in anime specifically like the whole western style kingdom uh layout has been very much um and, and romanticized yeah, yeah and just like very done into the ground and the same thing with you know like uh fucking uh not working uh, uh nobunaga ass shit uh, uh i can't I don't know why i can't think things. think of that yeah yeah um can't think of the name right now weird um but yeah that type of stuff like like uh, seeing this it's completely different you know like uh, that was the fun of uh kong ming recently like seeing some jokes about that but like seeing it here like played completely straight as well is it's it's cool mm-hmm. it's neat it is very soap opera-y but that's not always yeah. a bad thing you know that sometimes yeah. you just want that 
Yeah, I think for me right now, the series is like, it, not mid, but like more than mid. It, yeah, it's, and it's again, a good mid. Because I think a lot, yeah, a, a lot of it is like, wow, this is beautiful animation. And like, she's, you know, this character has like makeup, there's character, and they're like keeping it on. I'm like, okay, wow, okay, very meticulous, consistent coloring with yeah. that stuff. Ba- banger op by queen yeah. b like uh, like mysterious. okay let's go <laughs> um but like yeah i think the soap opera elements is is kind of my issues with it like i wish it purely was just a formula just a mystery a, yeah, yeah mystery procedural. like here's a problem of yeah here's a problem of this episode we're going you know etc i feel like at least right now it feels like all those shoujo cheesy romance stuff is kind of like inserted in and like forced yeah. i don't know about force but like it it feels misplaced like this man just saw her and why is instant- she blessing yeah. she has never seen a man before what are you doing jo- what are you <laughs> how old are you it's, yeah definitely because like, she's have, she's been- an adult like uh, <laughs> yeah it's i like, agree yeah soap opera it's like all of a sudden she's never seen a man before and now she's flattered and smitten by this emperor it you know what i mean made me think yeah. of um shiryuki how like the thing i loved about shiryuki uh snow white with the red hair is like uh-huh. is just how like she has to develop the feelings right like genuinely yeah. like she has to work up to getting blushy <laughs> even yeah. over time and it's like here it was just like instant blush um, oh wow! Yeah, like I, I need the like you know, and she's like a rude girl. Like it doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't make sense with her character for these uh, right, romance she's parts. Like, they make it clear she's like also very protective and like she's not you know like she's it, it's weird. Um, I also just have a problem with the emperor character again. The main man, the main he has he's 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 a nothing man. What is he doing? Yeah, like this is the type of thing <laughs> where like about? we Why needed. They, it needed to be slow burn, right? Like, it needed they, to be this type of thing where it's like they're right. working together, they don't know anything about each other, but he's being nice to her in a way that's surprising. And then, right, we're only a grows. couple episodes in. Uh, the first episode, for instance, like they put all these flashbacks about him, and I'm like, why are you doing this? It felt weird. Like, why are they revealing this now? I feel yeah, like, this like should it didn't be really have really much bad. to do with what's going on right and now. There's this mm-hmm. also weird Deus Ex Machina. Thing about him or like one of the like I forgot the was it the ear I think it literally was the earring this is the first case where he's like actually this whole time I had a spare ear you know I, I don't know how to explain the whole case but like he just happened to have like a plot device on him in that moment and he's and it fixed every like what are you what do you mean what are you talking about you just showed up but and, which again very simple operatic to just do that like sure I you know I barge in the door so no here I am I'm gonna stop the wedding just in time it was just i don't know yeah like it's just stuff like that that i think is like hurting it um you know what i mean i i like it, which i think seems to be a result of them overthinking too many things and it's like oh yeah we got to put everything in here we got to make sure all the notes are hit like yeah like okay she she yeah uh but it's it's otherwise yeah it's i it's it's interesting i and i think i think the fact too that it's like okay it's not a consistent storyline too is also helps to incentivize to be like, okay, I'm curious as to what the next thing is, right? And also it, be, it being interwoven with like, you know, the 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 overarching plot with like, what's the deal with this girl, right? Um, I'm glad it's something different, you know. What I mean, it's 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 it's. I'm glad it's like a, a, a different setting compared to what a lot of anime has been doing. I agree with you, Rose, as as you're saying, like the same kind of historical settings that um, <laughs> have been used time and time and again. Yeah. And this is just like, oh, okay, this is more like of a concentrated microcosm um, somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
definitely. I um, really want to um, see. I want. I want. I, I like. I like. I said. Like. I, I really enjoy seeing the Chinese stuff, and I really want to see more Korean works. That because it feels like right now with Korean um, animation, there's a lot of stuff focused on um, webtoon ass stuff. Yes. Um, and like uh, contemporary uh, dramas. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't even mind. I wouldn't even mind a non-fantastical contemporary drama. I feel like we're not even getting a lot of those. Like most of the ones we're getting are very fantasy driven. It feels mm. like right now, and I would like to see a little more because there's a lot of great. I've watched a lot of 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 uh, movies from South Korea in the last couple of years. And uh, they've always been really cool and really interesting and really awesome. Yeah. And I, it's always cool right. to see, like, from any country, like, just getting to see another country's, like, sensibilities when it comes to creating art is always really interesting. And um, I would love to see it in broader formats. Uh, that is a great point you brought up because I feel like what a lot of Americans know in terms of, like, the most famous Korean works that have been brought over and you know we have fucking you know we have fucking parasite you know yeah it's, it's, a lot of it is like psychological drama and thriller and horror and we don't see that in korean animation right now or at least no, i don't i can't yeah. really point to it and yeah that's interesting how like we don't see that bleed over just yet or at least i can't name yeah it. or just like i think of like all 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 the different horror series from uh korea i mean like the fucking game i was just i've just been playing recently library of ruina that's a that's a korean horror game basically mm-hmm. like it's it, there's a lot of interesting stuff like that's gonna be explored. It's just like I feel like animation is not there yet, or at least the distribution of it specifically, the overseas <laughs> distribution of it, I should say. Um, but I would like more of it because I feel like I, I, stuff like Genshin recently uh, has really, I think, been cool. You know, to see mm-hmm. people learn about like other cultures. It's always good mm-hmm. to have these works around just because it helps remove the alienation and like this not like in the aggressive sense of xenophobia, but you know the the inherent xenophobia that I feel like most people have with other countries in general, like this idea that's like they're so different or that's a whole different place and it's like no, they make stuff that you like too. <laughs> like, you know, like like, like mm-hmm. yeah. And this is the, this just made me think of that. Even though this is a Japanese work, to be clear, I'm pretty sure. Um, but it, it, it does call to mind the recent stuff. Um, yeah. I'm still going to keep watching this, because like you said, it is good mid, but I am left mm-hmm. wishing it was a little more shiryuki mm-hmm. Um Absolutely. In the romance angle, at least. Um, Maverick yeah what's up what do you feel like talking about i i don't want to i i i feel like i've left you behind this episode a little no, bit no don't worry this episode um i'm less active for a reason yeah i know that's why i was sort of like i want to let you you have a little bit of a rest but i do want to hear from you because i do love hearing your thoughts i don't know if there's anything specific you'd like to uh, I'll take some support on this one. Let's talk about do it yourself. Sure, sure. Okay. John's been <laughs> watching you. that too, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if we're talking about a show that uh, you know, like how I described Urusei Yatsura, where it's a show that is just so oh yeah, yeah yeah, like oh my god, like do it yourself is like 
the kanji tatsumi like you'll get the diabetes from this the fatal kind like it is <laughs> so fucking adorable it is non-stop just the cutest thing in the entire world all the character designs and the color and the music and everything about it even like the voice acting is adorable like the the main girl uh, serifu her her voice is just she's just she's just adorable she's just like aloof like drifting around characters she like doesn't like she doesn't really i don't want to say she doesn't care but she's just kind of going around seeing what's up like letting stuff happen and she's just chill about it and it's very fun um very very adorable show about a a do-it-yourself club where uh the, the main girl joins the club because she wants to um get back in touch with uh her neighbor because her neighbor is like too 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 high strung about like technology and being successful at school so they're not hanging out anymore and so serifu's like well i'll build a bench like we had before in the backyard that we used to play together on and so she wants to learn how to make stuff to you know connect back to her friend and it 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 basically just goes from there like they're introducing all the different girls that are going to be joining the club and uh, w- one of the characters is is basically a cat girl though. Does just say "nia" a lot for some reason. I there's no explanation whatsoever. <laughs> some, um, sometimes you just know a freak like that. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. Um, they might explain her. At some her name point is now. yourself. <laughs> I think yeah, she's the, the weird one. The main girl's <laughs> name is U.S. Setifu. Because, yeah. So that way, the name of the show is "Do It Yourself" and also "Do It Yourself." Like it's. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. Inspired. It truly is inspired. <laughs> uh, they they introduce a, a a new transfer student girl who's a twelve year old from America. So we have some some good old fashioned yep. uh, J- Japanese voice actors uh, speaking English stuff here. Um, you know they don't do too bad, I would say. But uh, just uh, the 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 fucking oh my god! The end of that episode, I it it, it felt like getting slapped in the face. Where they reveal <laughs> her name. Her name is fucking Juliet Queen Elizabeth the Eighth. Classic American name. Normal American name. I mean, like. I don't know. I mean, I, at a certain level, I have to respect it. Like uh, all of the names overall throughout this. Yeah, like I mean, I I would I it would it, I I feel like they must have like read about like white wine moms over here like naming their kids like Ashley like with L E I G H and then just went like <laughs> well let's just take it a step further and I I I I understand that if that if that was their uh their thought process, um. But no, it's just it's adorable. I, I I like it a lot, Maverick. How are you how are you feeling about it? I think it's pretty good. I like the fact that it's definitely hitting a note that I've been missing since uh camp was out, and I'm really yeah. just enjoying my time with it. I think the characters are really well done. Pine Jammer is really doing it with the animation on this one. Yeah, I I would say that um the like character uh, writing isn't as strong as your camp, but 
like the animation and just the general vibes really carry it and you know it's not it's not like it's it's bad it's just like you know your 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 camp is just like this very I, I don't i don't know if i want to say it's like a character study almost at times but like yeah like they they have very like laid out characters and they go in depth on why they act the way they do and their their backstories and their reasonings and all that stuff and this one's just like, yeah, we're just, we're hanging out. We've got these girls hanging out. They got all kinds of dumb reasons why they're joining the DIY club, but they're just having fun. And I'm having fun too. Yeah, I think it's a really cute series. I've been enjoying, I, see the, uh, I think about like uh, recent shows like this, like uh, even the, um, oh God, I can't even remember what the, was it, what was the fishing show? I don't even remember. Um, oh, the Breakwater? I don't even, It was the one before Breakwater, I think, even. I don't actually know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My point is, like, a lot of these have been very straight recently, just played completely straight, and it's like, mm-hmm. no, I need it to be insane. Like, I don't need the board game girl anime again. I need... <laughs> I need fucking U.S. Arafu and her mom being like, thank God we gave you edible crayons, you freak. Like... <laughs> And she uh, has like three pets, and one of them is a pig with like. It's Gurren so Lo- cute. The, the pig has Gurren Logan sunglasses on, but they and also sleeps in her hoodie. And they, but they eat pork every night. And like, it's so sad. It's <laughs> horrified. <laughs> they do have pork a lot. It is really fucked up that they do that. Mm-hmm. But in front of the pig. But the pig's so cute. Like fucking her dream sequence in that first episode where they're just drinking their hot cocoa and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is so cute. I it love rolls. this. It rolls. Yeah, it's a good it's show. So nice. It's a great show. I'm glad. Um so I've been watching um one isekai this season which is reincarnated as a sword. I don't know if you've heard about this one. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. This one's actually pretty all right. Um, yeah. Because the main character is basically, well, A, the main character is a sword, obviously, uh, given the title. Right. Uh, and he's basically a dad. Um, it, he's like, he's helping this little cat girl, like, go around and stuff. And he's just being very, like, dad-y about her. Like, just like... Oh jeez, I'm tucking you in for bed. Oh jeez, like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm making you like be responsible with your money and stuff like that. It's it's cute. It's just nice. Um, it's very much the the school of isekai of this. We're going to open a stat menu and look at the seven thousand stats and then explain what all these stats mean. Um, so your mileage may vary. I personally live for this shit. I love it. Bring it the fuck on. Um. And, uh, but it's, it's novel enough. Like it's pretty basic, but it's well animated and, um, it's, it's cute. It's cute. The main character is very cute. She's just this little cat girl named Fran. And, uh, they've sort of circumvented a lot of the annoying tropes of the stuff. Again, she's like the main character and he's not being gross to her like every other isekai. It's very not horny. Um... It just seems like, uh, you know, it's very standard isekai, but uh, it's, if, you, if you like that sort of thing, this is a good one to watch, is what I'll say about <laughs> it. 
Uh, but that's pretty much all I could say about it. Like, it, it, yeah, it is I still was, an isekai. <laughs> I was interested. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was, I was interested in it too. Um, but a lot of shit to watch. Um, yeah, there yeah. is a lot of shit to watch. The thing it that- remind. Yeah. Continue. Oh no! Sorry. So the thing I really liked about it was that the the main ca- the first episode is entirely the sword on its own, basically. Okay. And he's going around like learning, like, oh, I can use levitate to just float myself oh, around awesome. and stuff like that. Like, that's awesome. Learning all these different skills and stuff, and going around just fucking fighting monsters because he's uh, that's like a that's super like a strong sword. Yeah, it was exactly like that. Yeah, yeah and it was like, like okay, yeah, that's actually like a good. Yeah. But they go the extra mile in a way that a lot of isekai do, but in a way that I always enjoy. Of like immediately being like and here's the environmental repercussions for what that fucking sword did for those like two months he was fucking around mm-hmm. like great awesome the price of wool has increased 50 percent awesome <laughs> great like the goblin p- p- population has been displaced and now they're causing trouble like stuff like that <laughs> just like every problem is just a result of him fucking around and just like beating the shit out You're of magic tigers <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah like there was um a show that recently ended that I was watching that did started off at a weird midpoint between this season and last, um, called the herbi- a herbi- a herbivore dragon. Oh yes, a, a I've heard does, of this. Yeah, yeah. unfair, and uh, gets unfairly villainized or something like that. Um, as the full title, and this is not an isekai, but the dynamic you describe is kind of similar in which is like okay, like a dad and a young girl, but the opposite. It's flipped where. You know, the whole thing is, like, this dragon is, like, I don't want to be threatened. I'm just, I, you know, he's curmudgeonly, like, leave me the fuck alone. But then, you know, over the years, like, you know, a village eventually does develop outside his cave. And people immediately think he's a bad, you know, monster. It's like, oh, shit, oh, no, you know what I mean? And they have this whole belief that they have to sacrifice a kid to him. And they do that. They send the kid. And she's, like, you know, normal and complacent about the whole thing. And he feels bad for it, and he just takes her up, and he's like, you know what, fuck this, let's go. But then he finds out she has some sort of secret horrible power, like some, you know, she's kind of, you know, she has this weird, like, innate power that go makes her go mad, and just, she just, just fucking goes and sicks herself on people, and like, he's like, oh, oh shit, you know, she thinks she's scary. And she doesn't realize that. And that's their dynamic. He's like the, he's like the, he's like a curmudgeon grandpa being like, no, what do you have in your hand? A knife. No, you know what I mean? It's that whole dynamic. Um, and yeah, I, I, I really dig it. But again, it's not an isekai. But yeah, I, I appreciate like, you know, like kind of odd couple stuff like that, you know? And yeah, the plot is basically like, okay, now we have to leave this village. You know, clearly something's up here. We got to figure out what's your deal. Um and ironically enough, it is a light novel, but it's actually a Donghua. The anime is a Chinese uh, anime, f- uh, uh, interestingly enough. But yeah, I, I'm interested in the sword one. I don't know. I, I think about all the weird, insane isekai. There's so where fucking the, a many. Turns into an op- I mean, they're all insane. There's like the vending machine one. But the one, yeah, the one... Where I want to see the vending machine. I want the ones where all the like you turn into inanimate objects. The sword ones. I really like the sword one because it's like the, the one of the first characters they meet is just like he's able to like hide that he's a sword that can talks from everyone basically. Yeah. Except there's like this dwarf with this huge fucked up red eye who's just like I have right. god sight and I know that you can talk, <laughs> man. Right. Uh, and it's just like them talking about like yeah you know sometimes there's just talking swords it's weird i don't know um but it's a fun, it's a fun little show it's a fun little show um, right and again and again the animation is pretty all right 
all things considered, most isekai have pretty mediocre fight scenes, but this one is fun. She does a lot of flips and stuff and uh, mm-hmm. fun particle effects. Um, yeah, that's over on High Dive, I think, right now. Um, let me see. Let me see. What else do we got? Um, yeah, Alvi, I did want to hear about fucking Human Crazy University after we read that description for the next season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. What is... We were, like, blown away. I was shocked by that. Um, but uh-huh. I, I, I'm curious. I, assu- is, I assume it's as it insane real, as it, it suggested. It is insane. I mean, it's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have to do that every time I say it. Um <laughs> It's a really disturbing show. Um, fitting, you know, fitting for the times right now. You know, I don't, I don't know when it will end, but like, this is based off of like, you know, it's it's kind of like a web manga, you know, just like a little, you know, like a web manga, but but also kind of not really. Well, actually, no, I, I am right. It's like a web manga, but also the creator uh, does this thing where the panels are like voiced and basically put in a slideshow, so there's like a video format version of it, essentially. So you could argue it is also kind of like a web series in that regard. You know, with like, you know, some effects, etc. Um, but the premise is like, um, so the premise is that it's focusing on at least the first character we meet. Um, this man is on death row. You know, and, and, and this, this is the first episode. This, and this police officer is getting to know him. I don't know if he's actually a, poli- uh, yeah, I think he's a police officer technically, yeah. Um, and he doesn't know he's on death row. And then he finds out and he's like, oh shit. Oh fuck, that's fucked up. You know what I mean? Cause like they, 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 sh- they showed this whole thing where he got to know him and he's like, oh, he's such a nice guy, et cetera. But then like, you know, the, the chief officer's like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, fucked up. He like abused his wife. He killed, he killed her and, um, his, her lover, you know, he probably killed her because she was cheating on him, you know what I mean? It's all that. You know, and of course, this, you know, of course, this, this officer's like, you know, again, like, I, I didn't know him that way, like, you know, in the three days he only talked to him, right? Uh, <laughs> and then, worst of all, he finds out he's going to be one of the people to help out with his execution. Um, I don't know if this is normal at all in Japan in terms of, like, but, like, yeah, they have a whole thing, um, where, uh, at least they explain with this particular setting, where, you know, they're hanging him. And they have a whole thing where they make multiple officers uh, go on the control panel so they don't know who actually killed, you know, who was the one who actually did the killing, you know, <laughs> drop. Um, so it's like a weird psychological thing where, like, you know, so they don't carry guilt after it or whatever. Insane. Um, and, yeah, that sequence goes through. Um, and, yeah, okay, that cop character is now out of the way. And the the guy, the guy in death row, he wakes up. He's like, oh, I wasn't killed? What what the fuck? He wakes up in a lab. Um, but he notices he still has scarring on his neck. So he's like, I was I hanged? What happened? You know what I mean? He he <laughs> He wakes up to this Rick Sanchez ass motherfucker scientist. He says, You, you're special. Um <laughs> turns out you like survived your execution. You actually did get executed. You did you did get hanged. Uh, you know, but there's a mind. And the precinct didn't know what to do with you because technically they did their legal duties and <laughs> can't do anything about the fact that you survived. Um, at least that's according to this insane scientist man that obviously you can very much trust. Uh, he really does look like Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really fucked up. Um 
And, uh, you know, and he just explained this whole thing about, like, there's, like, so many weird, you know, like, it, it goes into a whole tangent about the science explaining, yeah, there's, like, so many weird cases of death around the world where turns out people survive and came back to life, etc. You know, he was explaining a kind of, like, a classic, like, old wives tale of, like, you know, they used to, you know, and they, they actually did used to do this in the past, where, like, coffins used to have a bell attached in case someone was accidentally buried alive so they can ring the bell so the undertaker can be like oh shit sorry dude and try to get you out of the coffin he was yeah which actually yeah it was based in his in history and but yeah like probably other made-up stuff but yeah like he's telling all these gruesome stories about like yeah people who supposedly died and it came back to life um and you know and he's just like oh yeah i'm so fascinated and like and it's just setting up this whole thing where like this guy who survived being on death row is probably now going to be experimented with, like, under the whims of the scientists. And it's clear there's going to be other characters and, like, quote-unquote human subjects along the way. But that's just the first episode. I haven't seen anything else yet, but this is a fucked up show! <laughs> I know it's going to be a fucked up show. Yeah. It's even more jarring that, like... Because pretty much, yeah, the premise is, like, okay, like, all these weird... All these people coming from weird backgrounds and probably like even fucked up backgrounds and like yeah they're probably gonna be dealt with like experiments by the scientists, but it's even more drawing because the art style is kind of like this old fashioned art style I would associate with something like Doraemon like a like you know an old like uh you know nineteen sixties fifties like manga like oh this looks like a sitcom but it's not um, even more jarring is that it doesn't it's not really an animated show it is kind of like a <clears throat> It kind of has, it kind of has little to no animation where it's, I think it's kind of in tune with like how the web series really is just like animated like a slideshow where it really is just like mounts moving once in a while character bobs. It's, it's very silly, uh, in conjunction with some of the serious dark subject matter and some of the scenes they show too, or like they outright do show like, a, like the detail of the hanging and like they do kind of show lightly graphic imagery of like you know what you know some things like you know what i mean like it's very odd crazy right uh, <laughs> crazy um and and even more uh, weird is that the actual title of the series is um human bagu daigaku human bug school uh so they decided to call it the human crazy university in english instead because it probably doesn't read well in terms of like what does that mean when in reality i think they mean to say something like human vermin you know, university or something to that effect, right? Like, there, it's probably, it, it probably does imply, like, all these other people that we will be introduced to the series are maybe criminals or people have done heinous things. Again, it seems to be like a classic kind of, like, you know, Saw game situation or, or whatever. <laughs> Not to bring up Silent but like, oh, yeah, like, all these people are here for retribution for some way, so now they're going to be, like, going through shit, right? Um, but very odd series. Uh, I, I was more, I'm, I was mostly... I was mostly just, I, I never actually don't know the description you guys read uh, in, in the season chart, but I was just mostly captured by the weird title. And yeah, just the, the title kind of is enough, of it too. I was like, this, is, this looks old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very, I, I don't know what to expect. I, it's already fucked up, but I'm like, okay, I guess I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> You're here now. Yeah. I'm here now. Um, it seems like it also does have a dark humor element to it's, it. That's what it, I got from the description, from what I remember of but, it. Because, also, but also, there, but also, there's something to be said of like maybe you know, again, this first guy. I don't know if he will be the actual main character, but it seems like he will be. Uh, where maybe, maybe he was not actually not a bad person. You know, it did. It, you know, maybe there is some like 
falseness to like maybe he didn't kill his wife etc we don't know yet because again he wakes up in the lab not remembering what happened beyond the fact that he was on death row um because the ending song is insane because it it it, it seems like it plays out what happened <laughs> before he probably killed his wife but it's like oh no he returns home and they're chibi characters and he like hugs her. it's like what the fuck it's just like okay um but uh, yeah, I'm in this ride. I I, see, I feel like it's going to play around with my mind a bit too in what I'm to expect. And the animation, yeah, the animation doesn't bother me. At least the non-animation doesn't bother me. It's like, whatever. It, it, it feels like this This is a show that would be very strong as a radio play. You know what I mean? Like an audio Definitely, narration. yeah. It doesn't need, like the voice acting is very good. Like it doesn't need these visuals, but you know, sure, whatever. Whatever for them to get it like, you know, cast in somewhere, right? Um, but... I, yeah, usually I just listen to it, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Um, I mean, I listen to it with needing the subtitles, obviously. I can't, I can't understand Japanese fluently, but like, yeah. Uh, but, 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 but real quick, I can also say for me, uh, I think I'm still the only one who's caught up on Irima. <laughs> so I'm watching the new Irima season. <gasps> I didn't even know that started. Yeah, actually you were, oh you my were gosh. close, weren't you? Or if you were not caught up, I don't know. I, th- I remember you were watching a little bit of it last mm-hmm. time it was around. Uh, but yeah, it's like a training arc now. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fighting. They introduced this Battles. like fucked up uh, mean new gremlin woman. Uh-huh. Uh Who's like, I guess, is, uh, is teaching Irima. Well, originally it was just making Irima like do chores for fun. And then she realized that Irima was like uh, his uh, grandpa's grandkid or whatever. And it was like, oh my God, I love your grandpa so much though. Damn, I guess I should actually teach you something then. <laughs> and um, she's teaching him how to summon an evil flame bow that kills people. Uh, which is an interesting angle for Irma to go. So I'm curious to see where that's going. Um, it's all, it's, it's just everyone's training right now. It's still cute though. It's so fun. It's Irma. It's so, um, I really like the way that like the most dramatic thing that happens in the, I mean, like dramatic things have happened before, but like when it comes to like the emotional conflicts, it's like this girl just said that Irma was like kind of a pushed over chump and it made him like, mad for the rest of the day and that's the extent of (laughs) like drama it's just he like goes to bed after having dinner and is like that made me kind of (laughs) mad like it's just he's just a cute little guy it's a fun fun nice show still and i'm always having fun with it um they're still doing the fucking uh uh tsukima uh ending bits with Clara and everything, and they're <laughs> still great. They're still awesome. I love the, the art style change and everything. Still a good production. Um, yeah, it's good. I recommend checking it out. <laughs> uh, I realize, John, you're like 30 episodes behind now or something. I don't, it's probably not that Something much, like but. that. I'm, I'm super behind on a lot of shit. You know, I haven't watched the fucking Pokemon anime in like a year and a half by I, now. I feel shit. like you could be forgiven for that one. You've, it's been only, it's only been like four months, I feel like, but yeah, I guess, I, yeah. you can be forgiven for Pokemon, I feel like, when you watch something for like two years straight. Yeah, and it's not really doing anything too crazy. It's just been all the Ash battle stuff, and that's the stuff that I don't really care about, so. 
Mm-hmm. Well, if you ever get a chance, I recommend Irma. I've, mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed it all the way through, still, to this mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. It's always a delight to hear fucking Cosmic Kiryu as an old grandpa who's jumping <laughs> around doing his cutesy voice. Um, I especially like with that show in general, just like the way that it's like any other show would have been like, oh, they're the, they're the underdogs or whatever. And that's good. It's good to be the underdogs. But I feel like as that show keeps going, it's very much being them like, no, it's fucking stupid that we're the underdogs. Like we should be like on the same level as everyone else. Fuck that. And then just like (laughs) having them be like, oh wait, all these people are actually trying. Fuck. Like, seeing like just like they have like a really cool they, they get to hang out in the cool golden classroom now and shit like that because <laughs> they like they've they've they've, they've been hustling <laughs> they've been fucking mm-hmm. going for it and it's just it's it, it's good i like seeing the story where it's just like no they're not just the underdog who succeed and become better it's just like them being like no like everyone should just be nice to each other everyone should just like help each other out like it's just because we're able to help each other out that we end up here and stuff like that i don't know I just think of like how most shonens go and this consistently being a very different, like very not nihilistic. It's very optimistic and that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, uh, John, I guess there's only two things left for you to talk about John, but we, you could probably okay. talk about both if you'd like. Uh, do you want to talk about chainsaw sure. man first? Talk about Chainsaw Man. Oh, it's good still, folks. Uh, the past two episodes, we got power. And so it's it's just nice to see power. She is as she, she's she's a goofy, weird woman who we all love. Um, I, I, I just I'm just loving seeing something that I enjoyed uh, animated, you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm glad to, like it's just it's just. You know, we we got we like I, I it's I, I don't know what else to say other than like oh shit we we get to see Power's cat you know like I I'm I'm glad we got to see Meowie and you know how you know Power learned how to love a thing because she was full on just ready to eat that cat but then she was like no wait no the cat likes me I like the cat um and then the 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 Bat Devil fight is so fucking raw like it's just, it was just super sick watching that whole thing go down you know denji ripping him up and all that as the chainsaw man just just good shit constantly um I, yeah i'm i'm just i'm just loving it all the way through um a lot of fun no, I'm definitely with you in the it's good to see something animated like to go similarly. I'm very excited for Mappa's other adaptation of Vinland Saga to be in a couple months. Yeah, um, I, I, it's I, just uh, cool. I, I, I did read the first volume of Vinland Saga, so I, I should get around to either watching the anime or uh, reading more of it because, I yeah, can, that it's cool. It's great. I, I can really highly good. recommend that anime adaptation still <laughs> like fantastic adaptation. They, they also it's, it's, um, uh, that, that manga, it, it really does come down to what you think you're interested in. Cause that manga is very much, I think in media res for a lot of it. And, um, right. The anime is just chronological instead. 
Uh, okay, that's interesting. interesting. And I, I, I feel like I, I've only read like seven volumes, I think, of Vinland Saga. I need to get back to it, actually, now that I'm saying sure. this. Um, but uh, the, the I ended up liking the anime presentation a little bit more just because that, it felt more cohesive. That's fair. I, uh, I'm, I might just um, I might just check the anime out then because yeah I did enjoy what I read of the manga but you know let's go it's co- cool. cohesion is key sometimes they just put out a trailer and it looks looked good looked good mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then if I'm say. just gonna kind of wrap it up here uh, with my stuff uh, I did I was also watching a lot of Mob Psycho um. It's still hilarious, you know? Like, it's still, like, very consistently getting good hard chuckles out of me. Um, stuff that they're leading up to is pretty wacky. Uh, they're, the the thing is that Mob is uh, realizing that girls are looking at him, so he's up on his high horse now. <laughs> that That's what they keep saying. They keep going, oh god, he's on his high horse, uh-oh. Um, it's just, just a very funny turn of phrase. Uh, so he decides that he wants to, um, accept the role of the leader of this, the psycho helmet religion. That was the religion that was accidentally made when he, uh, stopped Dimple and all that. Um, but there's also some, I I think like the, the, the mysterious broccoli tree that grew at the end of season two, uh, is I guess maybe trying to take over the town because there's this like, fucked up root version of mob that is like trying to take over too and it's just fucked up looking and it it's 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 insane they're they're doing insane shit um i love it you know i'm 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 just enjoying like everything i'm watching like this is just such a good season every show i'm watching i'm at the very least like somewhat enjoying it it's it's a good good season all around. Yeah, um, definitely. I I'm really happy with this whole season of anime. Yeah, I think in general, it's just it's mm-hmm. nice. Not it, it, there's not to be rude to it. There's a lot of good mid, but you know, like genuinely, mm-hmm. that's that's good. I like to have mm-hmm. just a little bit of something that isn't like going to. I don't have to bust my mind every time I watch it. Uh, is definitely what I'm enjoying out of this season. Whereas I feel like recent. I mean, spring was good, but you know, the recent anime seasons have been a lot of uh, like, man, I I'm going to watch this, but I have to think about this to an extent. Like, I don't have to go too hard on a lot of this stuff. It's fun, you know, and, and especially a lot of weekly stuff like Gundam and. Uh, spy family where it's very episodic in a way that's uh, mm-hmm. enjoyable even do it yourself stuff like that like you know yeah very 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 low-key but so cute yeah but so cute and and impressively made all of them mm-hmm. i think for the most part uh maybe not the villainous anime so much but it's still fun uh, uh let's do like one more thing before we wrap it up uh sure. bu- 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 let me see here Elvi, have a one more thing. What what, sure. what would you like to talk about out of these couple things you got left here okay. on the list? Hey, um, yeah, I'll just I'll I'll stay within the season. Um, yeah, speaking of mid, <laughs> <laughs> Beast Tamer is mid. Um, so this is not an one, not an isekai. 
Right. Yes, I remember Not being surprised I, I think by we're, that. I think we're we're getting we're getting some more fantasy that realizes they don't have to be isekai. Good for you. Good good job, y'all. Yeah. Thank fucking um, God. <laughs> the Beast Haber, however, still has a long title because it still has to sell a light novel. The Beast Tamer who was exiled from his party meets a cat girl from the strongest race. <laughs> Beast Tamer. Uh, <laughs> I, the strongest race. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Weird fucked up wording, but it's not, yeah. No, I know. Uh, I, it's just fantasy generic. Right, know, yeah. It's it's, just, yeah. <laughs> okay. And they use specific jargon in the show that I don't even think the titles, like, but at least what the show, at least the subtitles, how they translate it. Um, so here I'm going. I'm going to go into... A, this sh- this show's plot, I'm sure, has been explored countless times, and probably especially in Isekai. So this guy, his name is Rain. Um, he's a his his class is a beast tamer. So so we're going. Yeah, I'm just I just just I'm gonna use video game gamey words here to kind of simplify how to explain things. His class is basically a beast tamer. Um, and his party kicks him out because they're assholes, and they're like, "You don't do anything useful." What the fuck? Why are you just talking to squirrels? What are you doing? You, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but they really make it clear from up front. They're just assholes. They're just snobs. Uh, but, but very quickly, he helps out this cat girl. Uh, you know, and, and basically, as a beast gamer, yeah, he makes a pack with her. He makes a link with her. She's, like, contracted with him now. So now she's, like, yeah, now he's, like, her master or whatever. And, yeah, now she just runs around with him, whatever. Um... However, they slowly reveal, in the, well, not slowly, they pretty immediately reveal in the series that the cat girl is, like, from a legendary race. Uh, uh, like, only an advanced beast tamer, like, would be able to do that. Or rather, very, it's very rare for someone to just do that, if at all. And they point out the second thing where, like, you can't, as a beast tamer, tame multiple am- animals at once. You can have only a contract with an- one animal. However, Rain has... Proven otherwise and done that multiple times. Um, you know, meanwhile, the party that kicked him out, uh, they're, they're struggling. They're still assholes. Um, and then they realize slowly, running into some things that, oh shit, we gotta get this fucker back. We have to, you know, you know, and they clearly have malicious intentions, right? I, um, I feel like this yeah. is becoming a genre in of itself. Like we talked about the Atome one. This is yes. also the, the like, the asshole like party ass like yeah. very yeah. very weird that this is i mean i it's not weird it's classic like you know the persecution mm-hmm. complex in anime that we talk oh yeah, all the time, yeah. But again all not an isekai but still has room for self-inserting yeah. right this is yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. banished from the hero's party i moved yes, to the countryside yes, that is the one Same i was thinking thing, of yeah. that's just this yeah um and yeah the series so far is very clearly he's just making a hero <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's very clearly that every special animal he's getting is actually a humanoid animal girl. (laughs) And it's like, okay, sure. But he's still still taming regular animals, whatever. He's helping people out along the way. She's like, okay, I'm just a wanderer, you know what I mean? But he's picking up other girls along the way. Is it wrong to pick up girls in the dungeon? I don't know. Beast Tamer is answering that question because that series still is going and they haven't figured that out. Um, But like... Yeah, it's it's just that we're we're only on the third or fourth episode. He already picked up a dragon girl. I'm like, what? A dragon girl? Isn't I, that like a? I don't know. Like, what's I, going on here? I, Whatever. It's fucking uh, crazy that he can just. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, no one's like dan- Like, everyone's just like, well, wow, that's crazy. That's a rare girl. That's wild. That's, that's a rare crazy. girl. 
<laughs> that's a rare girl. Uh, S-pole, sure. Um, but it's like, okay, it's it's fine. It's, you know, sure. Um, it's, yeah, and that's just pretty much what the series is. He's just going around helping villagers. His his old party are, again, assholes. Also kind of stupid. Also kind of stupid that they did not realize. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But, like, um... You know, trying to get him back in a, you know, and they're, they're doing up to no good. And then he's just collecting girls. He's just building a harem. And the thing about it, I, I, I think I, I, I think why I'm like, he's a nice boy. He's just a nice okay. boy. Okay. Yeah, that's good. He's like the Irama like style guy. of like, not, this yeah, is a nice guy. So I don't mind. Right, he's not perfect. He's not hurting, and he's not. He literally is just like he's not hurting anyone. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He probably is hurting. So I don't know what's going on. Again, somewhere in the sword, I don't know if he's fucking up the like whatever Mike monster landscape doing this, but like he's just going around helping people, and he's just nice to the girls. He doesn't see them in a romantic way, but they. But again, the of course is a one sided fantasy mm-hmm, thing, so they mm-hmm. see him in a romantic way, but he's oblivious to. You know what I mean? <laughs> like uh, it's like oh man. Um, but it, that's just the series. Like I, I'm, I'm following along. I'm like, okay, sure, why not? It's, 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 it's whatever. It's, it's, it's a very clear like self-insert fantasy of like, you know, what if I could tame all these girls and get them? But, <laughs> but, but you know, the main character here presented is like, okay, he's not malicious whatsoever. He's like a good person at least so far, and really to the effect of like. It's only bad because it is clearly a self-insert thing where he kind of is bland because he's just a nice person. And he's also just very immediately special and, a, a, yeah, just a Gary Stu. You know what I mean? Like, he, it's, it's, it's so far not really building up at all explaining why he is the way he is. And things are really just being thrown and handed at him. It's like, oh, wow. Cool. You solved the problem because no one else did. Um, but whatever. It's mostly harmless so far. And it, that's bizarrely a relief. Like, okay, sure, I get it. I I get it. <laughs> yeah, you're not running into insane shield hero ass like, yeah, like weird, weird race dynamics. I guess saying the word. Yeah, they're not being enslaved. There's no weird race dynamics at least yet. Uh, but it's just whatever. It's just a straightforward fantasy series that's bland, and I think that's its best quality. <laughs> um. And something about it feels also very, like, like the, again, and, you know, the girls are all archetypes, but also that particularly the main girl, the cat girl, is very, like, wow, this is, like, something about the girls we've seen so far is very, like, 2000s harem. I don't know, something about them is, like, you know, the cat girl is obviously, like, the, the stereotypical cat girl, which I feel like I have not seen in a long time. She's, like, she has the fang, she has the, she has the fang tooth. She has a fucking fang tooth. Mm-hmm, I have not mm-hmm. seen that in a long, that very scary. But you know, she's the whole like clingy character. She's kind of like immature and juvenile in how she thinks. Very aloof. Not seen a cat girl of that sort in a long time. <laughs> it really is kind of weird. Um, but yeah. Whoa, weird. Like just a harmless, weird, plain white bread fantasy series that's not an isekai. Go figure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's I, as someone who has watched a lot of bad ones. That it's, mm. it's good that it's not that. <laughs> I guess like it's there's so many bad ones. There's so many like I think about like 
even just the fucking like like i think the most dire you get is that fucking demon lord one i don't know if you, uh how not to summon a demon lord that one uh, i think mm-hmm. i've talked about this long in the past but that one just being that's just hentai like literally just yeah. hentai and it's just like yeah. the way that the girls have to be enslaved and all this other weird stuff it's mm-hmm. just like uh, uh. right i really was holding my breath to realizing yeah. <laughs> like what was you know realizing the premise like oh he's taming the oh but then it was like fine it was just like yeah, like you said like a contract she, she wave of a hand they get like a uh, like a little tattoo mark implying like their connection and like on their hand too and like nowhere okay like, you thank know, like, god no no succubus womb tattoo shit you know none of that like uh like it's like okay every like and I think that's what impresses me. It, it was totally subverting my expectations of the worst. <laughs> it truly is just like, oh, okay, wow. Because, yeah, that too also is an issue, I think, in like, like, um, not just fantasy, I'm like a fan, but like sexual, you know, sex fantasies where like the hi- like hypnosis and then trapping, you know, like that's like a weird, like, I don't, like a weird specific niche that is also apparent and stuff like this too recently, which is like, oh no, you know, and, and that gets into the like gr- even grosser stuff in regards to stuff like Shield Hero and like mm-hmm. stuff that, you know, what's the word? I forgot that other fucking anime that just kind of bought it. But yeah, like stuff into further things like rape, etc. Like, yet it, that doesn't happen here. That doesn't happen here. It really is just like a video gamey whoosh, I'm a beastmaster. You're now, connect- you're, you now follow me and we're walking around. That's it. And there isn't a lot. There's no fan service either. I noticed so far. Well, there's good. there's kind of no fan service. Like at least I not that I can think of. But like, oh, it's so weird. It's so weird that it's it's kind of nothing. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. like it feels so like it should be so loaded or something. It's like, like this should be. Pro- <laughs> dude, yeah, this should this should should get me canceled. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> No, that's good. I, I'm glad when there's... Uh, just to perpetuate my claim, there should be more mid. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a good that's a good one to end it on. Um, do we have anything we have to read, John? We do have uh, two questions we do. here. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, if you want to send in a question, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask... And you'll sound like these fine folks right here. First up, Century Punk asks, Seeing Ataru and Lum fight in HD is amazing. Are there any other retro anime that you would want Dave or Production to put their all into, like Urusayatsura and JoJo's? Hmm. This is a, a bit of a easy one to go to, but Ranma... <laughs> Yeah, Ronmo, like, I mean, just en- like any of that kind of stuff that, like, uh, Rumiko Takahashi did. Uh, I mean, maybe, I would like, take um, Inuyasha 2 made by them and not. Uh, who made who made the. Uh, who made Yashihime? Yeah, who made Yashihime? Because that was not good. <laughs> it's not Sunrise, oh, right? It's, sunrise. It is Sunrise? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, yeah. 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 Get that away from them. <laughs> has there a. Has there been like a an anime adaptation oh, okay there was an anime adaptation of Meisani Koku cause yeah that, that would be a good mm. one too um yeah Hell, I'd even take a Fist of the North Star honestly honestly a. Pie in the Sky is like if you give them fucking Berserk and they make a 2D Berserk anime I would 
love that, but I feel like Fucking Berserk a. is doomed to be a CGI forever. <laughs> yeah. Something else like classic and cool. Hmm. I so I've been Ooh. I've been I've been subjecting my my boyfriend to watch Macross in order. For <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and oh my god, I forgot how bad the first Macross is in terms of like, um, like you know, like, I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about the animation because you know it's like okay, it's whatever, it's what you expect, especially yeah. for a long series like that and like around you know, and you have a low budget, you know, and and that's why do you, the movie Do You Remember Love is like such a great thing to just kind of summarize that too and like oh yeah, much better animation stuff, but oh my god, um. You know, and I'm not even thinking about presentation at this point or on David animation, but just the idea. I, I would love to see, like, a lot of old anime that have really outdated just storylines in them updated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I get okay, you. Get, yeah, like... But, Macro, but the first Macross has a really bad, like, you know, women women are from venus men are from mars mm-hmm. kind of perspective on things. And not, and not in a way that's... And it, not in a way that's, like... It's not promoting it. It's not, like... But that's it's like the framework from like a lot of relationships in the fucking in the fucking series, and it's like so bad, um, especially in the framework of like you know the, the ultimate the ultimate ending of like both that and the movie is like you know love conquers all, right? You know, and that's the, that's the overarching theme of the whole sh- franchise. But it's I forgot how so simple minded and narrow it is in actually the original series, where it literally is like the alien race is segregated by sex and they're like oh cooties uh, that's what's that's why that's what's not, that's i've weakness. been thinking about that so much with regards yeah. to like watching old gundam and fucking yuri gundam at the same mm-hmm. time like just how different that is mm-hmm. right just in scope and that yeah that's, yeah that the, sort of thing but there's different. but there's but there's literally a character in macross where like you know and like when you watch the movie, he's like a fucking shithead. He seems like he's just such a misogynist. Whereas in the series, he's more developed and stuff, obviously. But, like, the first time you see him, he outright is, like, you know, the best... You know, like He just he just says something like, the best way, you know, to kind of get your hands on a woman is just, just force yourself on her. I was like, whoa, oh, what the fuck, dude? That's and how Gundam is, is, too. <laughs> yeah, like, uh. Fucking 70s, 80s, like, yeah, like, dated, like, you know, and, um... And he, he just kisses the woman next to her. But, like, in the movie, you also don't get the context that is his girlfriend. So it's like, what it am I watching? You know it's insane, I mean? yeah. It's so insane. And, like, that's it. That's all you know his character. And then he, like, dies two scenes later. It's like, oh, okay. He maybe deserved that. <laughs> but in reality, in the series, he's not that bad. But still, it has those issues, too. So that's what I was thinking. Um, it would be, be phenomenal one. to kind of see the original Macross with an updated animation style. I was thinking of, like... Hideki Anno's old work um, that a lot of people talk like Nadia of the Blue Water mm-hmm. would be very like a lot of like these kind of loose literature adapted and fairy tale stuff like like that that you know that you know like a lot of these pre Ghibli people like where they got their start animating a lot of these for these TV specials for TV like that would be cool um, to kind of see updated I, in a new form. I just thought of this one as an uh, 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 Vampire Hunter D would be really cool. Oh, yeah. I realize it's impossible yeah. to make an Amano art anime, probably, but <laughs> I would just like to see a Vampire Hunter D anime that's cool. 
I would. That would be when I was thinking cool. of it just now. I also looked it up and I found out that they announced a series in 2015 and it was delayed for COVID. Which I like. That's disingenuous to say it was delayed for COVID if it was announced in 2015. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Ooh, Dirty Pair would be awesome. Ooh, oh, yeah. that, Yeah, you know, I think that would do That so. would be really good. That means that, maybe not even David Production, but like the people who have been doing the recent loop and stuff, I would even take like that. Oh, yeah, that, that style would be phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Why not? That would be um, It would be awesome. And, and again, it's similar to, has like a lot of things about it. It's like, oh, I don't know. Uh, that will definitely get a lot of service in updating to modern mm-hmm. standards and acceptable beliefs <laughs> right, right. that for sure that I don't remember it. Of course, I've never seen actually the full thing, in, but like here and there. Yeah. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Rooted oh. in a certain time. Um, I, I, I apologize if, if you said this already and I just missed it, but uh Pat labor, we did not that that would be good yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i would take some well that also like, i mean yeah i would take it i would take it definitely. like like the thing like you don't need to do it but i'd be fine yeah with it. Yeah, yeah yeah all right then uh last question here to wrap this all up shoeless asks digimon ghost game has been going hard on body horror these past few weeks and it's been getting <laughs> kind of stale for me <laughs> <laughs> What a sentence. <laughs> you know, it's just same old, same old. Uh, what is? What are some horror tropes you think they should add or try going forward? P.S. What candy would you give Gammon for being a good boy? Um, Aww. First one, uh, I think that I think that little motherfucker would love some Reese's Pieces. Uh, I think you should give him some Reese's oh, Pieces. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. That's, gonna make uh, him have carrot sticks like a oh, wow. nut mom on Halloween. Give the vegetables at trick or treat. Yeah. Oh, Give man. him an apple. Yeah. <laughs> some like like a bag of. Bag and he of gives some grapes. Sticks. Grapes are sweet and yummy. Good. <laughs> you know, they do getting... pop like candy. Yes. <laughs> God, I I I was I felt myself like shifting into dad mode like a day or two ago <laughs> because um the these kids at uh at, at my job were getting like like they had gotten like i don't know like 400 tickets or whatever and they were like i want to turn all of them in for the five ticket tootsie rolls and so i i sat there and had to count them all out and when i was done i just i i looked at each of them and said brush your teeth kids like <laughs> <laughs> It's good advice, though, really, like, for real. Yeah. Um, but uh, for other horror tropes, I mean, you know, has, has, I, I, I'm, I'm quite behind on Digimon Ghost Game. Has there been an episode where they've just got got stuck in a saw trap? Are we, are we getting to have, like, a bit where they, <laughs> they have should, to escape? Uh, Is there, like, a gross close-up? Like, what's, what is that? <laughs> they should do uh, the Russian sleep experiment. <laughs> oh, so they all st- stay up really late and... Uh, all the digimon yeah. are like fuck i can't go i can't handle this i'm going to kill yeah. someone uh um Give they make Jeff the, the killer but board. a digimon <laughs> yeah mm. <laughs> i was have gonna they, have s- they ha- i think you got it. i was gonna say i was gonna say there should be like a, a ben drowned episode but there was already kind of an episode <laughs> where they went yeah to game, i've heard so. of this yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just more creepy pasta in general. They should uh 
There's so many options they can they do. Have they got stuck in a labyrinth yet? Like the back rooms? Like what is? Have they- <laughs> I, maybe uh, th- that, that that one kind of seems like a slam dunk. That one seems real easy. Uh, that yeah, seems yeah. like yeah. the obvious one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I don't know. I yeah, I am super behind on it. Uh, cause like I was enjoying it for the most part. Because, you know, like, I know pe- I know people are like, uh, don't talk shit about Monster of the Week. They're giving you a new monster every week. Like, I get it, but... But sometimes... There was just, like, no overarching story whatsoever. And I wanted to see some of that. Like, there was, like, this little bit of it where it's like, oh, no, Gammon has, like, an evil Digivolution that he'll go into sometimes. And that was, like, the only overarching thing that was happening. And, yeah, like, I mean, I'm sure now that I'm saying this, I bet Shoeless will probably be like, yeah, there is something. That they have started to do that. But we were like, yeah, let me see how, how many episodes I, w- I was into that. I'll, I'll tell you. 20, I only over got... 20 episodes. I was over 20 episodes in, and there was, like, nothing like that. Whatsoever. I was only six episodes in when I had when I've I've gone on break from it or whatever, and I was just already feeling insane from the way that show is structured. It really does like sure they like there's like you'll you'll get like a monster of the week episode that's like fun and cute, like the mummy one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get one like the fucking one where they're just throwing in every conceivable Digimon they can think of because it feels like a lot of them are just like, we haven't used this Digimon in a while. Let's use it in this episode. Is there a reason it's here? Eh. From what? So I I think that part of it is straight up that they want to uh, keep certain Digimon in people's minds when they are uh, Mm. releasing cards. (laughs) Like, straight up. Like, because I, I, you know, again, I haven't kept up with it, but I still follow, like, the Digimon TCG Facebook page. And sometimes I'll look on there and they'll be like, hey, this Digimon was in this week's episode of Ghost Game. Do you have this card? And it's like, uh, y- y'all. <laughs> um, it's, it, it was fine for what it was. But again, yeah, I want to, I want to see, I wanted to see something actually happening. Like, yeah, how long is this show going to go on for? Because I'm trying Forever. to, like... Yeah, because we're on... Let's see here. It says episode 49 is is uh, the next episode. Like, Digimon Adventure was, like, 59 episodes or something like that. So it's like, are, are we coming up to the end of this? Or, like, what are they doing? I don't know. I mean, again, I'm trying not to be, like... You know, kiss my ass this is a bad show. But I, I'm just, like, curious what's going on in the show right now to, like, keep people invested. Because, yeah, like, ha- I got, like, basically halfway through the episodes that have been out now. And I was just kind of like, eh, I'm, I'm good. Unless y'all start doing something overarching, I'm good. Um, but to, to also to answer your question earlier, LV, I, I'm not specifically talking about any kind of fucked up gore stuff. I'm just saying there mm-hmm. should be a part where they have to do some sort of crazy test, and they're like, yeah. like Puppet Mon is there, and he's like, he's like, you have to, you have to appreciate life, make your choice, <laughs> and uh, they, they they have to, a little bicycle, yeah, yeah, he's on a little tricycle, and the tricycle breaks under him, and it's very funny. Um, these movies are so stupid. Uh, I, <laughs> they are. I would give Gamamon a little strawberry bonbon. Aww. But I also am interested in how he would react to sour candy. So there's... The, there's. 
He seems to just I, really maybe, like maybe. chocolate. So I don't mm. know. Probably would really not like it. Yeah, he might not like it. He's 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 like a baby. Like he is just yeah, he's yeah. just a little guy. Like maybe when he's in like his digivolved forms, which which I I, I guess means he's older. I I don't know, but maybe when he's <laughs> in his digivolved forms, he would enjoy it more. I I don't I don't know how I don't know how Digimon aging works. Like I know I know Pokemon aging is just they just age separately from evolving because the, the I saw a post earlier today where people were talking about it where it was like. Yeah, there's just this old Trico, and it never evolved, but it's but it's old. So it's just like, yeah, they like Pokemon can just age, but Digimon, I don't know. Do they do they just stay Digivolved once they hit a certain age? They're just like, yeah, I'm a champion now because I'm 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 in my twenties. That but th- that that's it. That's all we got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, thank you, thank you for your Digimon knowledge. I I want to play fucking Cyber Sleuth on my Vita. I got it loaded up a while ago, and then I got that game's solid. Something. Yeah, I know, I know. It's I it's not like it's not it's like not a mind blower. Yeah, yeah, no. It's it's like what if we made an SMT game that was for normal people? No, listen, I need I've I've sort of like they haven't made a, a real Neptunia game in like 6 years. Yeah. So I kind of need that JRPG ass, you know, basic shit. I'd say I'd bit. say it's a I'd say it's a couple steps above Neptunia. Not not uh, you to don't be know. not to what do you mean? I don't know. I do know. I've played Neptunia. You, you played what? The first one? You don't I've know. I played a couple of them. You don't know where it goes. All right. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's Chad, not he doesn't know. Good. <laughs> Chat room. I, okay. I'm not fucking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Again, I'm not. I'm not trying to talk shit on your Neptunia opinions. I know. I'm not saying like fuck you. No, that, no, no. If those games didn't have lesbians, I'd be out of there. Yeah. If we're talking about like honest mid games here. All right, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth is like it. It is a C plus. It is it is or like a B minus. It is one of is that kind of thing where it's like this is solid. It's goofy, and they got fucking um, Masafumi Takata on the soundtrack, uh, t- putting in like no effort whatsoever, and it is extremely <laughs> funny. I I will never forget like starting that game up. And the theme song is literally just like a slightly different sounding th- version of the Danganronpa theme song, and I'm just sitting there like with my arms crossed, like this guy just this guy just wanted his paycheck and he wanted to leave, like <laughs> he did not give a shit. <laughs> Very so curious to hear more about Digimon Survival. So I, I really don't feel like I've gotten a good idea, a good grip on it still from what people are talking about that's a different podcast i shouldn't talk about video yeah games. yeah yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's it uh, uh yeah you know uh, 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 uh <clears throat> patreon.com slash vgcc three dollars gets you everything one week early like this or starlight car other such things um and yeah we got a bunch of recommended uh anime suggestions thank you for that mm-hmm. Excited to go through that because we are going to pick one out next time. Um, that'll be fun. We're going to talk about Hell Girl next time, also. Uh, the first 13 episodes. Um, yeah, that's everything. Uh, thank you all for joining me. And uh, next time it will be episode 100, which is crazy. Um, and we'll see you then. 